Yeah. You might have to put the new link in the chat. Yeah. Yeah, it's a new link. Um, in the thumbnails, not right. It's over. That's just where we're ending. No, <laughs> yeah, we, we had a great discussion. I mean, we don't have to read the donut. They'll take what they can get, honestly. Hey, we're live. No. <laughs> yeah, we're live. <laughs> <laughs> that is good. That, that's what that you come for. Good. That's what you come for. Do I have to refresh? Or is it a different link? It's, it's a, a different it's link. A different you might different. have to go back to the channel. And then paste Guys, it. I'm sorry about that. <laughs> Just some uh, technical difficulties here on Yu-Gi-Oh! Um, everything. Dylan, Dylan lost a duel, got us our sixth strike, so <laughs> that was yeah. the end of us. We wanted to see how it felt to be Neil. <laughs> Wait, is it? Yeah, Goose, I have them all. Where is it? Oh, it's not oh, an it's part two. It's part two. It, it has the pre-show link. Oh, I'm stupid. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> stupid. All right, we are back, guys. I am sorry uh, about that. Um, I'll be honest with you. I rolled my chair back to get uh, water, and I rolled my chair into the off switch that controls yeah. everything. It's the power surge that everything is connected to. Um, so I'm sorry about that. Uh, this stream is going to be uploaded in two parts, which is very annoying, uh, especially for people that you know maybe are not interested in this segment. Um, when my sub count goes down by 100, I'll know why. <laughs> but you know what? It's a small price to pay. And I want the people to know why this is funny. is because moments before we started the stream, we were having a conversation about cable management yeah. and how... Um, there's so many things Dylan could do to, to improve it, and that like I have an aneurysm every day about Dylan's cable management, and here we are. The floating Elgato. Anyway, floating Elgato. That <laughs> my my paralysis demon is the floating <laughs> Elgato in Dylan's basement. <laughs> uh, that was good. Okay, I tweeted. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, guys. I'm sorry to everyone that's stuck sticking with sticking with us. I appreciate it. Um. As people flow back in, we'll we'll do some donations. Yeah, cool, cool. Yeah, we'll we'll wait a little bit. We're climbing back up steadily. There so we go. Thank baby. you guys. Sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry to everyone that thought it was your fault. It wasn't. It was <laughs> not your fault. And to anyone worried, uh, we keep track of the donos uh, in a separate document as it for comes this in. Exact so for this exact reason. exact <laughs> reason. Yeah. So you're fine. You're fine. We have we have everything. I could even go back if I had to. No worries. Thank you guys for donating, seriously. <laughs> it's funny. Galaxy Eye says, maybe clean up after this. It's going to take more than a night. <laughs> you have no Actually, idea. No, it's not that messy. It really just requires like a lot of unplugging and replugging and like maybe some, um, not devices, what's the word, like accessories to kind of yeah. manage it. And longer cables is really what it comes down to. Longer cables. Definitely stay tuned. Uh, we have the donations and the questions that come from those coming up, which I'm very excited for. We're going to preview episode 27, everything you need to know going in to the next arc of Sevens. And then we are going to uh, talk to Entime. You guys sent in some questions via Twitter about subbing, about her experiences, questions uh, for a fan subber. That segment's coming up a little later on as well. So, yeah, a lot of cool stuff still I'm to actually come. really looking forward to that. Me too. Are we going to... We'll you do want me, You want to jump over? Yeah, donos? yeah, we'll do something. All right. So we'll start with donos way in the beginning of part one. And started with Sean Gilbride, who actually donated to us $11.11 right before we went live. <laughs> yeah, we didn't oh, we yes, live. I now. actually saw that. Thank you so much, Sean. And he said, Big it's amount, time to duel. Oh, wait, wrong, wrong show. Uh, <laughs> still solid ending to the maximum arm. Yeah, solid ending. Um, you know, thank you, Sean. I appreciate it. And again, 11-11, that's a big amount, man. Every week, it's crazy. Thank you so much for your support, dude. I hope you're having a great night and a great week. Thank you. Heck yeah. Ice Aiden donated $2. Thank you, Ice. And said, what are you looking forward to from the new villain? 
I'm looking forward to the dynamic of having a girl leading the group, if I'm going to be completely honest. It's yes. something unique. Mm-hmm. It is something new to Yu-Gi-Oh! And just having a girl character being at the top, I think, is, is really, really cool. You know what I just realized when we were describing, like, oh, for, like, there was some queen erasure there for a moment. Because we did have queen, until obviously her unceremonious, um, <laughs> unceremonious law, uh, loss, <laughs> but... We were some people were pegging her as this, you know. We were hoping. We were hoping, but you know, <laughs> she got phrasing a little bit. But okay, <laughs> she she just wasn't. She just wasn't. And let me tell you something. When we went, we we did a podcast after the Playmaker Bowman duel. You can go back, by the way, talking yeah. Yu-Gi-Oh into the Vrains podcast. Legendary duels was here. I remember. Yeah. We went around the table and we predicted one thing that we thought was going to happen, and one thing that we didn't think was going to happen. You want to know what I said was not going to happen? Right. I said Queen was not going to be the main villain of the next arc, you and she was going to be irrelevant. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and you were 100% correct. I was 100%, 100% right. Correct. Yeah. But, it's, it's, but up until it's, that point, she was like... Up until this point, she was being built up that way. essentially yeah. like... Murder Earth in a very yes. grotesque yeah. way. Yeah. Up, in, up in, And control Akira. Yeah, she, she was being written pretty well, but I just knew that it was all going to burn out, right. knowing what Yu-Gi-Oh! is. Right. It's different with Sevens, because it's a different studio, number yes. one. One. And number two, this is a girl character that you are introducing specifically at the end of an arc. That, to me, means something. That has more value there than, than Queen ever had. No, so. I do very much agree. Yeah, but looking forward to it. It's not the first. I was just... Yeah, I mean, but she ended up, had all that hype, and then I put her in a coma, yeah. and we never saw her again. Well, also, when I say main villain, I mean main villain of an arc. Queen was not the main villain of any no, she arc. Wasn't. No, true. I mean like yeah, a Yami yeah. Marek, a right. Yami Bakura, right. a Maximilian Pegasus. Pegasus. Right. All right, that that okay. That's By that mean, definition, that's I what I mean when I say main villain. Because we've had girl characters that were evil. Of I think of some of the dark signers. You know, we've had that before. Right, right, but right. Yeah, that's what that I mean by it. Okay, yeah. thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> For being here. And thank you all for being here. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, I am thankful, but I'm not going to do that corny transition. You want to go to the next one? Yes. I say it and thank you. Mr. Goha, a.k.a. Ha 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 Man, (laughs) I believe is Cammy Mingo, uh, donated five Canadian dollars and said, Ha Ha Ha, question for Entime. After you finished subtitling Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s, did you watch it again with the subtitles? Great question. Uh, Yes, actually, I do. (laughs) I watch... I, every episode five times over. Um, wow, wow. Once live, um, once while I'm going through and translating, once while I'm subtitling, Thank so that's three times. The fourth time I watch it through know. before um, I send it out basically to the wild um, <laughs> um, so I can check the timing on the subtitles or check uh, the word flow. And then I send it out. And then once it's sent out, I find uh, some other time to watch it again. Wow. <laughs> Six times. That is dedication. And you know what? That Those build the best theories. The more you watch episodes, just the more in-depth you get. You know, with, with Yu-Gi-Oh, I will say this. Watching the episode a second or third time, I don't know if you've experienced this anime, but you pick up on stuff that you didn't in the first oh, experience. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. And so I always enjoy re-watching episodes for that reason. But yeah, great question, Cam. And again, we have a lot of questions coming up. And Mr. Goha, ha ha ha, man, thank you for the donation. <laughs> People definitely, and to make, can't say that you don't know what you're talking about when you watch it that many times. You yeah. pick up everything. Ha- there are still some things that I don't notice that other people do. So that's why I watch all the, or read all the discussions. Of course. It, it had to feel so good when you saw Otis's name was spelt the way that you originally <laughs> thought it was, right? It had yeah. to feel so good. And I threw shade on Dylan for that very purpose. <laughs> <laughs> well, no. Listen. Because and for those of you that don't know what happened, and I might be wrong, I might be paraphrasing, but you originally did translate it with that spelling, and then there were a few people that I think got angry about it. 
they were irritated. I don't I want to say angry, but they were very irritated about the spelling. Um, and I did the implication. I, I did see where they were coming from. The original Japanese, um, the way they spell his name in Japanese, implies it's with an I. Um, oh really? Yes. So I was like, you know, I see where you're coming from. I jumped the gun too soon. Um, so I made the announcement. You know, okay, well, I'm going to spell it O T I S from now on. Um, but then they spelled it with an O T E S in the show, so I switched back. And I saw there that go. there was there was official merchandise that came out like a week ago that yes. did spell it with an I. Yes, but so the thing is, I do not trust official merchandise because official merchandise has have have had problems before. I remember one time they, or multiple times, they spelled Johan's name really weirdly. There was one merch where he was spelled with two N's. There was one merch where it was not a J at the beginning, but a Y. So it's very inconsistent, so I don't trust the merch for that one. Okay. But if it's in the show, I think it has a little bit more credibility. I completely agree. That's weird. You would think merch that they actually pour like additional money into would be consistent. But mm. if it's not, then like how do you market? Yeah, I just feel like it, language translating is just very weird. Yeah, no, I, think, I still think OTIS is... Uh, not plausible, but it is accurate. I do think it is still accurate. So it's just the jury's still out. Yeah, the jury's still out. But you, but you're you're fine. The fact that it was visible, visibly yeah. in English. In, in I'm going with the. Yes. I, I feel like yeah, we're going with the. Oh. Yes. Um, Dramatic. speaking of that shot, um, I know there are a lot of like, oh, Otis is settled backwards theories. Um, to lend, I guess, some bit of credence to that, I know there have been a few people that have been saying that, um, well, Otis settled backwards only works in English. So why would that work for a Japanese show? Um, but in episode 19, when we get the shot of everyone's accounts, um, there is an Easter egg with Luke's account. Um, his username is his catchphrase in English, four words and backwards. So, I mean, I feel like it's something that they're definitely aware that they can do. Yeah. Wow, <laughs> that's interesting. They, they, wow, I have to look for that Easter egg. That's a tidbit. Yeah, yeah. I, did not, I did not know that one. So, yeah. So there, there's a little bit of flexibility. There's some room for interpretation there because they're yeah. they do that. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I like it's. I feel like um, there's a lot that you can do with the theories, and I feel like if you have the theory that Otis is settled backwards, then I mean that's your theory to have. Sure. I don't really want to like be like, oh, this cannot happen because <laughs> in Japanese this wouldn't work. But no, they they have the show writers have shown that they can do forward and backward in English. Of course, yeah. And uh, I mean, additionally, I guess like there's a lot of the puns that like are translated also work in English, even though you some some I mean some of them don't, but a lot of the puns also do happen to work translated. So it's not like right, like like uh, road backwards to spell to do door. door. Yeah, door. yeah. How did that work? That uh, is actually the, a really interesting one. Um, that one actually stumped me. Um, because I was I was. Looking at the episode, and I was like, "What is Dodo?" And I was like searching it up on Google, and I was like, "What is Dodo?" Because I've never heard this before. <laughs> um, and and it gave me back Ethiopia, and that's apparently what it is in Japanese. And I'm like, "No, that's not what he's talking about." Yeah. Um, so I sat on that for a very long while, and at that moment, I decided to check Twitter. Um, and one of the fan artists that I follow had posted art of Yuga and Rook, um, and it had road at the very center of the artwork but it had arrows going forwards and backwards and i was like oh, oh. it's road backwards that yeah. makes sense well, that's yeah, kind of cool that's how you figure yeah. it out yeah. yeah so i guess it does like sort of you know when these things are being written it's not like it's not created in a vacuum it's they obviously have knowledge and you know connection to the western world so like yeah. things like that are 
you know, even though it's not obvious in the beginning, it's like, oh yeah, like they can they understand that it's an English pun that they can just do whatever they want with the language. Yeah, yeah, pretty cool. It's really interesting. And I always think with anything, Yu-Gi-Oh! or any franchise otherwise, there's always a disconnect with merchandise. That's never something to look at. <laughs> because merchandise, a lot of times, they, they'll either spoil things or, or misspell them or, or highlight a character that's not even really that relevant in oh, the yeah. actual production, but they thought the toy would sell well or the shirt would sell well. So you can never trust merchandise. Yeah. Ever. Yeah, yeah, I, actually just, I just wanted to get your thoughts on that, mm -hmm. that it was spelled I-S. Yeah, that merch. was great insight. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no thank problem. you. The next donation is Xlayer64 donated $5. Thank you so much, Xlayer. And Thank said, you, dude. hi, anyone. Hope your day has been going great. Uh, really like the episode, but still nervous on where this show is going. 100%. Uh, Xlayer, thank you so much for the donation. Yeah, I mean, we're going to talk about 27 and, and thoughts going forward soon. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say if there's one thing to really look at, it is that this main group. Uh, what is their purpose? What are they actually going to look like? Who's going to be voicing them? Uh, is the opening changing? You know, there's a lot of things that I think you can still kind of be looking forward to without really knowing where the show is going. Um, you know, you can't... I guess you could still be looking forward to that. Um, but I think there's also nerves that it might start to get repetitive. And I know a lot of people loved Neil. And now that Neil is gone, a lot of people loved Roa. Who knows where Roa fits into all yeah. this? I, I understand why there's a lot of nerves right now. Um, but I think that the writers have kind of proven themselves through 26 episodes as being pretty competent. So I'm not too concerned um, that it's not going to all work out. But I'm, I'm definitely nervous as well. I think a lot of us are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But thank you for the donation, man. Yes. The next donation is JC Dual Links Gaming. Yes. <laughs> Dual Links. Oh. Thank yeah. you, my man. Donated two pounds. And he said, uh, seeing Rook versus Rook reminds me of Jack versus Jack. Yes. <laughs> Spoiler. Yes. Um, absolutely. Um, no, Rook versus Rook. Well, it's just it's such a weird summary. And um, Entame is going to do a better job of kind of breaking it down for us. Um, but it, it's um, yeah, it's weird. It, it, based on the preview, it's going to be Rook versus like an evil Rook. How is that possible? Is it in his head? It's in his head. Is someone posing as a Rook? I don't know. I mean, in Link Vrain, something like that's possible. So I don't know. Um, but but yeah, thank you, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, JC, for the donation. I appreciate it, man. We're going to talk a lot about 27 next. Goose is here. Goose. Thank he you, man. $2. Thank you, dude. Sending positive vibes and kindness to everyone. Keep it PG. Right. Positively Keep Goose. Thank you, my Love man. It. Have a great night, dude. Thank you, Goose, for being here. Uh, a couple other ones are on the link, so we'll wait and we'll skip those. Okay. And so <laughs> this one is from Dylan the Curly-Headed Fuck. That's the actual username. Oh, my God. Uh, donated $2 and said, who's the new host? Well, this is Entime. This is Entime. Yes. Entime yes. <laughs> subs. Our honored guest. Yes. The uh, user in the community who helps one of three uh, sub Yu-Gi-Oh! Sevens on a consistent basis. So we're very lucky to have her in the community. And on the podcast tonight, of course. Yes. But thank you, Dylan, for the donation. <laughs> I love that you have to say that. It, it's a good picture if you look at the, the VOD afterwards. Pretty funny. Oh, uh, <laughs> Pat Karenji donated $2. Thank you so much, Pat. I appreciate that, man. And said, we have a Megazord now. Hmm. We need a Dragonzord. Yo. Yeah. Which, uh, one man right for the job. Just around the table, which maximum did you like more? Neil or you? Neil's. Probably Neil's. Definitely nails. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just like the combination. I, I, I saw the robot coming, so it wasn't that big of a deal. It looked cooler than I anticipated, but like I don't know. I like that it's like a kaiju type deal. It almost looks like Ghidorah. We also have like um, like uh, 
Nordic, uh, like Viking lore and mix in there with uh, the its reference to Idrisil. So it's like it's really cool. Yeah, it just looks good. Honestly. Yeah, no, it does. It, yeah, Nail, Nail's monster is amazing. Well, apparently the audio is cracking. Oh no, audio uh, that's, bad. What, that's what the chat is saying. Yeah, hold up. They go crazy. Who said Nick T. Chill? <laughs> Oh, it's me. That's why I was during. Maybe it's the oh, one you were speaking. I guess. Oh, I think I might have found the issue. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Is it a little disconnected? Yeah, it was a little bit disconnected. Are we good now? How's that? Is it just Nick Tease? Are we good now? Just a little bit of a delay. <laughs> just um, to speak. Okay, guys. Um, do we sound better? Sound? Are all our mics fine? It's a Streamlabs issue if it's not good. Oh, they are on delay. Yeah, it'll come back. So bad. What do you mean? Why did he tap? Wait, yeah. what?
Okay, we're turning it back on. Okay. It's going to be no one speak. Hopefully. Okay. Looks like it's already going. Hopefully it, it feels better. Uh, audio back on, is it still bad? It streamlines if it's still bad. Because it's a separate mic, it's two different mics now. Yeah, go for it. This is okay. Let me know how this sounds. I think this is the. Um, is this? I actually no, don't know. What mic I think this, this is, is the Yeti. That, well, cause this is not. It's good. It's good. I think oh, no. Okay. I think this is the cam. The camera mic. But it's working. Yeah, everyone's like, yeah, yeah, a lot better. Wow. The quality. Does the quality actually sound decent? Can you hear us? All right, everyone's saying it's good enough. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> I guess well I guess that, so you can yeah you can just put these to the side then. Well, we'll have to um, do. We'll sorry do. guys. Oh no, oh no no. Not blue eyes or red eyes. There we go. All well, right, that's fine. Sometimes Streamlabs just um wants to act up. Um, it's super weird that the audio capture from your camera is fine, but the other two sources it would not be. I'm pretty sure it's the camera, unless it's the Blue Yeti. Let me see. I don't think it is the Yeti. Yeah, it's definitely not the Yeti. This is muted. It's so. got to be the camera. So we're gonna sound further away, odds are, but yeah. that's okay. But it's it's not the uh, it's not the no. I mean, we're coming in on yellow, so the audio sounds pretty well, loud. I'm not talking about loud or quiet. I'm just it's talking about quality, um, distance. It's, it's, it's gonna, gonna sound like stereo, like as a. A couple people are saying it sounds better than with these mics. Really? Huh. I mean, that's what a couple people are saying. Well, listen, I'm gonna we're gonna have to play that back. I'm actually really curious. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ever, okay. I mean, imagine if that camera microphone actually is pretty good, and we can just use that. Dude, that'd be amazing. Find <laughs> out, I guess. All right. Well, listen, guys. I'm sorry about that. Um, we figured it out without having to go to a third part. Thank God. Um, all right. Let's get back to where we were. I mean, that literally just happened in the middle of. Goha does not want us to stream tonight, man. No. I love how there's, there's a couple different people I've seen comment now that this is the first time you're watching this. We're so sorry. I'm so sorry. This is the first time. If this is literally the first time you're watching, I mean, this is like our 50th, 60th Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! episode. Yeah. I am so sorry. This usually does not happen. This this one's really cool, though. Uh, I guess, I don't know if it's Sip or Kip's yeah. uh, pick-off move. Just found the podcast. Legendary. I needed this. Oh, That's shoot. like a first-timer. That is awesome. We yeah. literally talk in-depth about Sevens every single week. Unfortunately, Entame is not here every single week. Um, <laughs> but, you know, maybe end of an arc routine. We'll see. Um, but we're lucky enough to have her for tonight. Pete. I'm jumping back. And thank you so much for coming. I mean, literally. And even if you miss it live, it'll always be uploaded as a VOD, so you can always watch it back. 
Mr. Goha donated again five Canadian dollars <laughs> and said, "Dylan, stop saying are are we going to have donos? Instead, say dono time, uh, it, so we can see." And then asked, "How can we see the maximum monster of Yuga? Do you think the new villains will have a maximum?" Yeah, so it's a great question. Um, I want to just get your vibe. And um, also, do we know that's definitely Cammy? I think it is. Also, said, uh, also epic final uh, duel for season one. That was a separate donation because I guess it didn't fit, so that was another additional two dollars. Thank you so much, Cammy. Thank you, Mister Goha. Yeah, because I mean, I think they said it was last, KM last yeah, time. Yeah, that's what I got. So um, that's Cammy. I, I want to go down the list. Um, yeah. Are we going to see yes. another max? I mean, I think we'll see another maximum. But how mm-hmm. long until we see another maximum monster? Wait, given the circumstances in which allows for Yuga to maximum summon, it must be a while unless they figure out another way to get around that. Right, right. Because otherwise, it's like, oh, okay, guys, I need your uh, dueler ID cards yeah, so we can you do could, this again. Could risk your own dueling accounts just so I could have it. You know what could end up happening? Um, the cards. No, the, Yuga has to face a maximum, or Rook does, and they're struggling against this new adversary group, and that's when Neil comes back in the show to allow them to to get maximums without the need for using their own accounts. That could be cool. That and, would be a good purpose for Neil to come back. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that seems like an easy way to write him back in. What do you think, Antime? Um, I think they might just print the cards for for <laughs> for other characters, specifically for the three like new villains. I mean, if they're affiliated with Goha, they have the means to create new cards without having to sacrifice anyone's IDs. Very um, true. For Yuga, I don't know. I'm surprised that they didn't let him keep his maximums. I have no idea where they're going to go with this from now on. Right. <laughs> you would imagine it's not going to be like a one-off method. I hope that's not. That's used in a four-episode span and then never seen again. That would be terrible. That would. That, it wouldn't be great. So I, I don't know what's going to happen, but it's a good question, Captain, and I think a lot of people are uh, wondering it. So thank you, Cammy. Do you want me to do some from the link, Pete? No, um, I'll do this one, then you can jump to the link. Okay. Uh, Solid Snack donated 10 Canadian dollars. Oh, thank you so much, Sora. I appreciate that, man. And said, thank you so much, Entime. Fan translations are the backbone of the Yu-Gi-Oh! community. I'm so happy we have someone here to do it. Still in 2020, what do y'all want from Roa, Roman, and Gakuto in Rook's Maximum Summings? What do you think they'll be? Loaded question. You think, I would say, right off the bat, probably... Rooks is going to be dragging something, yeah. right? You okay, imagine it's got to be. So yeah. I'm gonna. I don't think Roman and Gakuto are getting maximums. I I, I think it's just going to be Rook and, and maybe Roa. Yeah. yeah, and Roa's got to be something like super heavy metal. Ro- be, Roa's will be like a badass. massive devil looking thing. Yeah, yeah. Be, it would be my favorite. I, 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 I would. I would love if Roa's maximum was like a concert stage. Oh, okay, it's that, wide enough. It's yeah. a concert stage. It's just his the, it's his just entire deck is. <laughs> Like rock monsters. Wait, that would play into the whole thing, like the way the monsters combine to have this concert, and mm-hmm. it'd be on a rock. Yeah. Yeah. That, would be guys, that would be amazing. That'd be great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would. Yeah. Literally and figuratively set the stage. Yes, I would. I would love that. Um, Rooks. Yeah, Rooks is just going to be a big dragon, I think. Um, and Roman, I guess if she had one, obviously it would be guitar related. It's got to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This massive guitar-looking monster, but I don't think Roman's gonna get one. And I definitely don't think Gakudo. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I can't see Gakudo getting a maximum. I no. kind of could. Um, if oh, you will, you're the only one that watched Robert Five, but um, you remember in Joy Chojiro, you remember his deck? Yeah, the uh, Cardians. The Cardians yeah. that all come together. 
I think that could work for Dokto. Yeah, that's, I, I could see what you're saying. It fits in with his traditional Japanese aesthetic. Yeah, no, I, I mm. that's a very good point. Um, and I guess if okay. if Rook and if Rook ends up getting one, maybe the whole main core four would get one. Um, it would just make sense for each character to have a maximum monster, especially if maximum is going to be like one of the focal points of the of the extra deck, not the extra deck, but an extra summoning method. Then, if you have like a Roman deck versus a um, Rook deck in real life, wouldn't you want both decks to have a maximum that it could go into? So I can kind of see maybe all of them getting it. But yeah, Gagato, a massive like Yame ruler. It also depends on is this summoning mechanic going to go away now? Yeah, I think there's right. I, I think there's a chance there it has might. to be a way around it because as Nikki said, you can't keep giving your ID cards up to make <laughs> yeah. we gotta figure I out mean, a better way. They could have like an arc where they obtain these cards from somewhere. Um, or um Otis in thirteen said that a true duelist should be able to draw and attract cards to them, so that could be And they repeated that sentiment yeah. in this episode as yeah. well. Yeah, that was it was like more literal in this episode, but in thirteen it was more like well, I only gave Yuga Seven's Road Magician. He created Seven's Road Witch and Seven's Road Mage. Yeah. So. And the spells and traps that have to do with true. Seven's Road. So, so they're kind of manifesting these cards in a way, and then they just kind of. With more time, Yuga might be able to figure it out how to yeah. do real time rush tool programming without. Also, you mentioning Yami Ruler made me remember, and maybe not Cardians, because while it does fit Gakusho's traditional Japanese aesthetic, it doesn't fit his military theme. He might have a huge army. That would be really oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> that would be really cool. That would be amazing. Yeah, I keep thinking of like one monster. It could be an army. But it could be like a multiple array of things, yeah. I guess the possibilities are endless. Yeah, literally it's endless. It's an endless road, which you gotta love about it. Uh, I see, um, I see you did that. Uh, thank you, thank you. Um, do you uh, want to do more donations? Yep. Yeah, there okay. should be about six over on, on the link. link. Wow, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Right, well, we're gonna bang out the link. Um, Thank you guys he for. He just doesn't think when he, he speaks. Thank you guys. Like me? He said they were pegging quickly. <laughs> Thank. <laughs> What'd you say? Just continue. Continue. It's already been quoted. <laughs> Did I say that? Yeah. Yes, you yeah, did. Okay. You said. <laughs> you said that. <laughs> you told us that. That's why we're. Oh, oh ay ay ay. Oh boy. Oh no. Um. So I'm gonna go over the link. Thank you guys for using the link. Uh, I do get a little bit of a bigger percentage, and it goes right back to the studio and upgrades and getting mics that work. So thank you guys. Um, Tenth Emperor, thank you for the one dollar donation. Everyone watch Gundam Iron Blooded Orphans for best Gundam ever, Gundam Barbados, and love best girl Atra. How's everyone doing tonight? We are doing Dude, well, my man. I love thank that he's you. taking up that mantle. <laughs> also, fifteen super chatted a dollar. I don't. I think you might have missed that. No, there was two different ones. Oh, 15. from fifteen. Okay, I apologize then. Um, let me see. Donated. Pegasus Seiya, thank you so much for the $10 donation, man. No message. Ray, you're too kind to me, dude. Thank you. I hope you're having a great night. You're a great guy. And we will talk soon, my friend. Thank you so much. Um, Twist donated $20. That's my mutual. Let's go. I'd imagine you know who Twist is. Twist, how you doing? And thank you. That is a huge donation. Thank you so much, Twist. Seriously. Um, Yes, we're very lucky to have um, Entime on tonight. Uh, Twist. You're great. Thank you for the donation. Thank you for your generosity and kindness. I hope you have a great rest of your evening. Thank you so much for coming by. 
Um, Church of Flapple, thank you for the $1 donation. Regarding the maximum thing, I had heard a post on Pojo that the writers effectively locking out maximum in this episode was a good idea, as Jules wouldn't become who draws maximum first. Oh, that's that makes a good sense. Idea. That is yeah. good and it's fair. very similar to what happened at the beginning of Duelist Kingdom when they got rid of Yugi's Exodia cards. Yeah, they like it. Because every duel Yugi was in, it was going to be, okay, so you can draw on Exodia. Is it's going to happen. But once you get rid of Exodia, there has to be more strategy. I like that a lot, Church, and I think we might be overlooking that. Maximum should be an end of an arc, finale, last resort kind right. of thing, if you so just, that these duels don't get redundant. Yeah. And it's obvious Yuga has so many methods of drawing cards quickly that, like, yeah, he would just rush to fuck... Yeah, to, exactly. Yeah, and, and I like if they lock it out, quote unquote, this way. It's better than Exodia just getting thrown off. The oh, that, I, right. <laughs> and it doesn't boil my blood. Like I, I didn't. Well, no one hate you. Yeah, we, we don't hate Neo or Yugo. We hate Weevil Underwood. Yeah, literally. We, no one, no one who stands Weevil Underwood is allowed in this house. No. Now I say that to everyone. You, that should be a question at the door. <laughs> <laughs> I, I make everyone drive the distance, and then I ask them that, and then if they say, "Yeah, I, I stand Weevil," luckily, you know, one yeah. person does in the world, and then they I kick them out. Um, is there one person that does? I, I assume. I feel like oh, every there character. will always be one person. Yeah, exactly. You know what they say? If it's on the internet. Church of Flapple, thank you for the $1 donation. Hashtag justice for Nick Yagi. Hashtag sub to Dylan or repent. No, Nick Yagi, he was in this episode. Yeah, he was. And technically, he had like a speaking role in the ensemble there when they're cheering for Rush. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Stop. He knows what he's doing. Right? So I, um, I definitely am lower than the six here. Did I hit everyone? I had, the, I had another anonymous donation. It just appeared as anonymous, so I don't know if that was 10th, and maybe it appears over there. Is that $1? Uh, it, I, did, it didn't say. It literally just said anonymous. Huh. Didn't even I say. don't have any sort of that. And then I. Well, it's two. Wait. If you got, uh, yeah, and there's another one too. Yeah, one that appears to be two dollars. From who? I have two anonymous ones. That's what I had. I so, for whatever reason if you I don't have them. Then no, I don't have it. Unfortunately, in my we can't read them. Though. Yeah, I am sorry about that, guys. Thank you for the donations. I do not you have them. You might be able to find it directly on the Streamlabs website. Let me try that. That's, That's a good idea. idea. <laughs> well, I pull that up, Pete. We can do one more, and then we'll go to twenty-seven. We'll jump over to Alan Wilkinson, who donated five pounds, and said, "Someone, Mr. Goha? Question mark has the ability to give Neil his account back, probably for a price. That would be an interesting conversation." Oh. Yeah, for I mean, he, do, he does work for Goha. I mean, it could work. Then yeah. we found back into the fold. If Neil really wanted to get his account back, he could do it. He right? I mean, no one. He can absolutely that. do it. Like if Neil was back dueling, I don't think anyone would be like, "Oh, that's a plot hole." No, no. He literally controls the We've entire. We've seen the kind of power that he has. Yeah. Again, he's dropped a satellite. Several satellites. <laughs> satellites. <laughs> he bombed Goha City, bro. Yeah. I mean, come on. Um, Neil was like three is great, yeah. and Alan. You're great too. Thank you for the donation, my man. I appreciate it. Did you find anything, or you want no, to go on? No, I don't. So, it's no, it's not because it, it's. Well, thank you for the two dollars. It was. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that, whoever it was. But thank you very much. Um, I appreciate. Maybe there it, wasn't meant to be a message. Was there a message? Maybe there wasn't a message. I don't know. I don't know. That's well, weird. Man. That's very weird. Now you can't see um, links over there in the chat. They only oh, appear here. Oh no, no, no! I was just confused about something. So, Dill, you want to continue? Yes. Nicholas Horton donated five pounds and said it would be interesting uh, what the new antagonists look like. Yeah. Because we only got shadows of them. We don't actually know full on what they look like. Yeah, we will get their designs. And I actually thought about this. We might get their designs at, like, Jump Festa. That could be, if they do a little bit of anime news, they could reveal the designs there. 
That would yeah. be fun. So that that may be a reveal. Which is crazy, because I keep thinking that Jump Fest is so far away, and it's literally like two and a half weeks Some away. people are hyping up the potential of maybe a movie announcement, a video game announcement. I, anything's possible. Anything's possible. I would say those are unlikely, but, you know, we'll, you know, you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. Seven anything, seems though. to be doing well over there. They yes. They feel like, let's pump some more money into the franchise. Yeah. yeah. You know what? There's always going to be people like us, so. Exactly. Nicholas, thank you, my man. I appreciate the donation. I'd be very, very hyped if they announced the new game. Um, Would you prefer game or movie? That depends on what the movie is going to be. Really? If it's, if it's if it's another like DM movie, I am completely uninterested. Really? Well, wow. <laughs> see, uh, for me, no matter what it is, I'm. I, but I do agree with you. I would rather see premiere. anything else. Yeah. What if it's a DM movie that is going to somehow incorporate? All of the I shows. would be definitely interested in that. So if, if, it's, it's, if it's a DM yeah. solo movie, yeah, so yeah, no. okay. I would <laughs> as as fun as Dark Side of Dimensions was, I was just very tired of seeing another DM movie or another DM property come out. I completely agree. I, I love the concept of DSOD 2 because that movie concluded so well and airtight. <laughs> there is and no, like, wait a there is no reason DSOD 2. They get so lazy, they don't even make a new name. <laughs> they just slap the number two at the end and say, ah, oh, we'll make Kaiba and Yugi duel again. Oh, God. Um, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens at Jump Vesta. But, Nicholas, thank you, man. We will get their designs revealed soon, whether in the episode or in a V-Jump scan. It'll never happen, but what I do want to see is... Let's conclude Vrains, then. You want to see, like, 30 episodes yeah. for Vrains. Or, or a movie. Even. Even. Give oh, me yeah. something that ends what happened there. Now, now, if it was written via the original plot, it would have concluded um, you, he would have died. Is that confirmed? That yes. was confirmed. It was confirmed by people who worked on the show. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's that right. wasn't the canon plot right now. So, so I, I, I think we need a Yu-Gi-Oh! Reigns re, like they did with Tokyo Ghoul. They rewrite the last ten episodes and just, just and have the whole city of ten. That's essentially what... Uh, End of Evangelion is. It's like, yeah, instead of something so cerebral, here's action scenes that would actually conclude the show. Yeah. Yeah. It's dope. It would be cool. It would be cool. Yeah, Colin wrote, uh, you could do like a pull of Clone Wars Season 7, where that was off for many years, and then they kind of concluded it the correct way and gave it a number of episodes to finish it. Yeah. Do that? You never know. Goose came back donated $10. Goose! Thank you, man. $10, you said? Yeah. Jesus, thank you, Goose. And said, great episode. It brought, uh, you know, an homage to Duel Monsters right before uh, the final duel where we see the characters that Yugi impacted. Neil is a guide to push Yuga forward to see the potential of Rush Duels, in my opinion. I, yeah. I like that. I also saw, and you're the only one here besides me that's seen this part um, of Duel Monsters. I'm sure a lot of you guys. Did you get a vibe of Kaiba Yugi Coliseum Battle City? With, with some of the shots of this duel with these two huge monsters, kind of similar to the Egyptian gods, battling each other in that coliseum yeah, could... on top of the duel tower. Now that you mention it, yeah, definitely, I yeah. can see it. I watched it as it happened. Oh, you oh you watched it? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm not, I haven't watched it. It's far, so you, so you know what I'm referencing. Yes. So you guys got that. You guys can see that comparison. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think there were a lot of shot comparisons. But you know what? What it also could be is you've watched now almost a thousand episodes of Yu-Gi-Oh! You're always going to be able to compare it to older things. It's, yeah. it's not like, you know, they might not have intentionally gone for it, but, like, you start seeing patterns where none exists, you know? Yeah, so... But, uh, Goose, thank you, man. Thank you for the donation. And cool reference there. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Absolutely. You should thank him again, because he came back and donated $5. Oh, my goodness. Thank you, Dad. And he said, I think now with the world knowing of Rush Rules, there will be variants of Rush Rules like the one Neil created with Maximum Summoning. Yeah. 
I, I think we're going to get a lot of different mechanics to keep the game kind of fresh, which is going to be really enjoyable. Remember, the game of Rush Duels is in its infancy stage. You want, you want to say Sevens the anime is still in its infancy So is the game of Rush Duels. Right. Yep. This is not an established game. No, a year ago, this game did not exist. No. So that's kind of a cool prospect that we have that we're not used to with the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime. Yep. With, you know, 5Ds, Zale, it's always been 5, Vrain, building on a game that has been established, that has a very big, concrete audience, one of the biggest card game audiences in the world. Now you have a spin-off of that that is completely in its birth stage, mm -hmm. which is really interesting. Um, so it will be interesting to see how the game continues to develop within the anime. Of course. Yeah. yeah. So, it's a good point, Goose. Thank you, man. We're going to do one more, and then we're going to talk 27. All right. Uh, the first duel of, uh, first donation for this part two here was Josh, XZ's Lover 104. Thank you, Josh. And he donated $5 and said, hope everyone is doing well. Oh, Enjoy yeah. the episode, and I'm looking forward to the next start. Josh, it is always a pleasure to hear from you, Josh, man. man. Thank you for everything you do for me, and thank you for the donation tonight. Um, yeah, we're doing well. I think we uh, all enjoyed if you did not catch the first part because of technical difficulties, it's probably up on my channel right now, uh, so you can hear our thoughts for really 50 minutes on that um, on the episode, but yeah, we all enjoyed it, and uh, really excited to see what's next, man. I hope you're having a great night, dude. Kaido's coming to Duel Links. I know you're happy about that. Um, soon. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. And to everyone who's donating, you guys are really spoiling the hell out of me. Thank you so much for all the donations, all the love, all the outpouring tonight. I really appreciate it. We never miss a donation. We will get to everyone. Um, but we are going to now take some time to talk about 27 yes. um, and what is to come. So let me pull up the 27 summary here um, on DMC's site. The 27 preview is obviously weird because you see Rook dueling um, himself. Rook created the uh, Rook Club to turn Goha 7th into a mecha for rush dueling. However, Yugenko have forsaken him and no one is joining the club. As Rook duels against himself, tears start streaming down his face. That is when a mysterious duelist appears before him. Ooh. So we see in the preview... Rook dueling a version of himself. Right. I don't know how that's possible. And then another duelist gets involved. A mysterious right. duelist. Right. So the duelist that Rook is dueling against in the preview is not the mysterious duelist from the summer. Oh, right. Yeah, it's a different It's a different entity. It's a different person. Right. Could it be one of the three? Could it be Asana Rokuyo? Maybe. Could it be one of her two subordinates? Mm -hmm. Maybe. I mean, I don't really know what to make from that summary. Um, I mean, Entime, what do, what do you make from it? Uh, it's very vague. I mean, it's probably one of those breather episodes like we got with 14, yeah. um, where, I mean, probably not much is going to happen, but in retrospect, a lot happened. 14 <laughs> foreshadowed a lot. Yeah. Uh, foreshadowed a lot. But 14 also didn't have a duel. Um, and 14 didn't introduce any new characters. Um, so we it, don't have the cast list for this episode, no. which is interesting to me, um, because we're this late into the week. You think it's strategic that they didn't release it? Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, I mean, I could be reading too much into this, but... Oh, that's, um, that's me, too. <laughs> <laughs> this is channel. Yeah, yeah, so you're in the right place. <laughs> but, I mean, we don't have a cast list. We don't know who is speaking or who isn't. Um, we do know that Luke is dueling against himself, and then in the middle of his duel, some new entity appears. Yeah, it's, and it would it would make sense to me that the mysterious duelist has to be one of the three at the end of twenty six. Right, because if it's not, well, if I'm it's, just going to Yugi. Oh, it's just, no explanation. Well, because if it's not one of the three at the end of twenty six, then we're introducing another character into yeah. the show. 
I want to, I want to, I don't want to say predict, but I do want to... Predict away! (laughs) Put out the thought that maybe it's the bird guy, mainly because we already have his deck. Oh, Um, do we? We have, yes. We have support cards for his deck. We don't know if it's actually going to be his deck, but I think it's the bird guy. Safe to assume. It's safe to assume because we already have his cards, or at least what we think are his cards. Yeah, that's so fair. that would make that's sense. Really um, and I know there's a few people that want to know what we're doing in terms of the pick'em. Uh, this week is a push. There's just too much unknown about this week. We are not accepting any picks. Everyone gets a bye week, so don't worry about picking because we don't know if Rook versus this. Mis- you know, we don't. It's just too weird. Um, Nick T, what, uh, what do you think? Uh, what's going to happen here? I have no, I, this. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> Sam, I have no idea. So like, I'm watching the preview, and like 90% of the shots are just Rook doing various things. I'm like, what am I watching? And then, and then, and then, and then the, the the summary, it's a short summary, just gives me not a whole lot at all. I mean, someone mentioned, and it was my initial thought, until you said um, that it's a different entity, like, oh, what if one of the three is like a shapeshifter of some kind? Mm-hmm. That would explain the Rook thing. That's what I was thinking. But if, if we now we have a third duelist in the mix... Well, I, what I if that mysterious like... duelist is Other Rook? And, 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 and then, then they reveal And themselves. why is it symbolic... And to me. Yeah, if you... Yeah, you can go. Oh, no, no. You can finish it. Oh, okay, I thought you had something that was going to shoot me <laughs> oh, down, no. which is fine. Because <laughs> no, maybe no, no. There was something I had, a, I, had a com- I had a different thought, but come Good. on. So, I... Another thing that really interests me in the summary is... Rook has tears streaming down his face. I don't know if it's comical. The whole summary seems well, to be comical. But yes. what if it's something deeper? It's like an introspective on his yeah. own mind. What yeah. if this is a really trippy episode, dude? And he's like dueling like his twin that he got separated from. Like, in the young oh, see, so when you said introspective, I thought you meant like within, <laughs> but, but within his mind. <laughs> but within his mind. The, the twin is locked in his mind? <laughs> no. What? <laughs> <laughs> The, the, the memory, just, the memory of his long lost twin. It could just, if it's in his head, it could just be him. It doesn't have to be any further than that. Oh, that's where my thought comes in. Um, the original Japanese uses um, a what's called a yoji kugo, which is a four character compound. Um, in the specific uh, line where he's like, when Rook duels against himself, um, the the specific translation is one actor playing two roles. So he could literally just be like. Playing against himself and moving cards around. I wouldn't even be surprised. Wait, okay. Yeah, <laughs> just a cr- not me necessarily a crack theory, but like something that that could play into that. This whole episode's about like the the loot club, right? Yeah. So he obviously he wants people to j- join in, celebrate him in some way because of how self centered he is. <laughs> the, I, imagine the idea of him starting a club celebrating himself in which nobody shows up. That makes him sad, obviously. So what's there to do except in a maybe a duel club celebrating him other than to duel yourself? Duel himself, right? Mm-hmm. Right, it's like no one showed up and like who am I going to duel now? And that that is a perfect time, by the way, for someone to make their move. Someone just to like, walk in and be like, what's be- up? Yeah, because, and uh, Mysterious Duel is, I just feel like it has to be one of those three. Most and likely. how often do you get a chance where there's no Yuga, right. there's no Roman or Gakuto, and you have a clear shot one-on-one against someone without any witnesses. Exactly. I mean, they, I don't know if this mysterious... That makes it is, sound like murder. <laughs> 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 well, listen, I don't think he's... I, I'm, I don't think they're going to duel. 
I think that he's going to do something to maybe intimidate Rook or even try and start earning the trust of Rook and then maybe stab wow. in the back later be very on. Good. Because if, if Rook has this yeah, club and someone, knowing what we know about Rook, Rook has this club, no one's joining 15 minutes into the episode and then someone walks in. Let's say it is the bird guy. Rook's going to love him. It's like and, the, and the bird got how easy is it for this enemy team to get on Rook's good side and get his trust? It, all they do is show up. All he has to do is show up and say, oh, Rook, you're so amazing. Can yeah. I be part of your club? Oh, it, you know. Instant trust. Yeah. Then. And then he can, you know, I, I, it could lead to some interesting things. Good. That's um, my, yeah, I think that probably might the closest to my theory is that just nobody shows up. That's why he's crying. He's dueling himself because no one else will. And then our duelist shows up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, one, yeah, especially one actor playing two roles. I feel like it... Uh, maybe it's taking the translation a little too literally. Uh, th- th- that's a better chance than probably the, the twin theory. Yeah. That just Definitely the twin theory. Yeah. <laughs> if anything, he could duel himself within his mind. Wow. That's fine. The twin theory's a little unfounded. It's like if you're an only child and you play a board game with yourself because there's no one else. He just He's moving one piece and then going to the other side. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm exactly. thinking. That's, yeah. that's how I can see it. probably what it is. I still can't get over the fact when you said that, Pete's like, he's dueling his twin <laughs> in his mind? <laughs> <laughs> That's what he said. <laughs> um. Okay. Okay. Seven's up. Welcome. Um. <laughs> we don't have much more to go on on the based on the summary. No, we don't. Much it. We don't. I'm trying to say. Um. I do like that he's wearing kind of like a royalty kind of yeah, like garb, which kind of a, a plays bit into of the warship thing yeah. here. It's like less because he's trying to be the king of duels. So right. I mean, that makes sense. It's probably one of his delusions. It's definitely one of his delusions. <laughs> I can yeah. also see him buying that. though. <laughs> oh yeah. Could you not? Oh, yeah. I can totally see it. So obviously this week is uh 27. Yes. Mm-hmm. Then we have 28, and then 29 airs the same day that Jump Festa happens. Nice. Right. Um, Should be fun. So yeah. So we only have three more episodes until Jump Festa. And which one is a thousand? A thousand is 28 next next week. And then. I would imagine there's not going to be any halt for Christmas, right? Because that falls on a Friday. Usually so there's not. Just go right through. Yeah, yeah usually there's Christmas not. isn't a holiday in Japan. Yeah. Beautiful. <laughs> so you're, but you'll probably not uh, stream a pre-show that day then. No, probably not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's Christmas. Christmas falls on Christmas. a Friday. It does this year. Happy oh, I should know that because a week days. later. Yeah, New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve. Mm. So. On a Friday. Yep. By design. Well, because remember, Christmas was Wednesday last year, and then we skip over an extra day because of leap year. So yeah. Thank you. You move everything over. Um, trying to see if there's anything. I, what are your What are your predictions for? Well, I mean, the problem is we don't know if there's a duel. Yeah, yeah. nothing. What I, What I want to do is actually I want to quickly go around the table. Obviously, it's an end of an arc episode. I want to go around the table. I want to rank the show on a one to ten. After 26 episodes, I think this is a very. I know we did it a couple weeks ago, it's a fair place. but I think this is a fair place to do it. Um, after 26 episodes, first 26, how would you rank it? Um, Nick T, I'm putting you on the spot. Wow. Seven, seven and a half. Okay. Somewhere in between there, I think. It's fair. Actually, maybe higher. Maybe higher. I think I. I don't know. Somewhere, somewhere in the seven to eight range. Let's all let's you have the fence. No, you're you're you have the fence. you're acting like numbers are arbitrary. I have said that in the past, and I do mean that. They are arbitrary. So on that note, I think Pete, you're... I believe when we did this a few weeks ago, um, I did like a four, I think I gave it. I think it was a five and a half. Something, so I, I think it was lower. Um, I'd probably give it a six we right now. I think really, <laughs> we have technology. Uh, I believe that this kind of Neil little arc here is kind of um, 
saved the show a little bit for me. I know that might be a little hyperbolic, but... No, I know. You were not um, really loving it. I yeah. really love that, and I'm, I'm kind of interested. I'm a little nervous now that he's probably gone where this is going, and uh, just looking forward to these presumably three next villains, maybe the first main female one. I'm excited for that, but still a little trepidatious. Six, I think, is very fair. Six, I think, is very fair. And to me. Um... I mean, I'm enjoying myself immensely, so mm-hmm. I'm going to go and give it a nine. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. I, I really, really do enjoy sevens. I wouldn't be subbing it otherwise. Yeah, true. So, um, like, based on the first two seasons, I would give it a nine. Obviously, I would never rank a Yu-Gi-Oh! for real until it's over. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is meaningless, really. <laughs> um, I, uh, yeah, I was going to, I'm in, like, the eight, eight and a half range. Wow. I, I've... I mean, I've been very high on the the series. I've really enjoyed it. Um, Neil is great. I'm worried, just like Pete is. I think, like a lot of us are, as to where it goes from here. Mm-hmm. But I'm also very excited. Um, oh yeah, you know, I, I talk about the nerves maybe more than I talk about the excited nerves that I have because I think the show still has a crazy amount of potential. I know we're going to continue to get homages to the previous shows, Easter eggs like Jack's D Wheel, which I absolutely love. Those little touches do it for me. I'm, I'm a sucker for them. So. Speaking of the homages, I know every single Yu-Gi-Oh! has been referenced except for GX. I want to ask the chat if there has been a GX reference, and I just missed it. Yeah, <laughs> so that is a good point. Wow. Has there been a Yu-Gi-Oh! GX reference? I know every I... other Yu-Gi-Oh! has been referenced, but I haven't seen a GX reference. Maybe I missed it, maybe I misremembered. Zexel reference? Yes. Uh, very first episode, while Gokto is explaining what dual discs do, there's a graphic behind him where Ronze and Minoski are dueling each other. One of the models on Renosuke's side of the field is C-104 Umbral Horror Masquerade. No way. Yes, it is. No way. Mine is, you can see his face. And then, um... What? Right next to Umbral Horror Masquerade is a Raid Raptor. I saw the Raid Raptor. I remember the Raid Raptor was there, which is obviously that guy's deck. Um... Mm -hmm. But I, I, I missed him. Wow. Yeah, it's very beginning of episode one. It's I know like, the shot you're talking about. you'll mix it, miss it. It's Umbral Horror Masquerade. That is awesome. Um, that's not the first... Remember um, the first episode of Reigns, Zodiac Hammer Kong, which was an Xyz monster, was shown in one of the shots. Mm-hmm. And it took us 80 episodes to get an Xyz monster, but we always knew they existed in Vrain's universe because mm-hmm. of that. So it's not the first time they showed kind of a Zexelish monster in the first episode. That's really cool. Um, yeah, that's why I was like, yeah, maybe GX, I, I missed GX, maybe it is somewhere in there, and I just forgot. And Drain Cybers, you would say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's yeah. the R5 okay. one? Odd Eyes Cat. Odd Eyes. Odd Eyes Dragon is the main, yeah. I mean, even the Raid Raptor. Even the, and the, or the Raid Raptor in episode one, yeah. That's cool. That's cool. So, yeah, um, eight, eight and a half, seven and a half, eight, six, nine, you know, all in that kind of high reference table, so that is really cool. Um, we there was another thing I wanted to touch on before we get to the rest of the donations. Um, we have a few questions for Entame. Yes, I've been waiting for this. Obviously, <laughs> the um, you know the the subber right now. The reason that we're able to watch things. One of three reasons that we're able to watch things. Um, these episodes. So I have a few questions I asked you guys on Twitter. So thank you to everyone who replied. So the first one is one that's really interesting. It's from Galaxy Eyes. Thank you, Galaxy Eyes. Um, I noticed through your translation notes. That Sevens makes a lot of references to not only 80s ever Japan, but obscure Japanese media like A Romance of the Three Kingdoms. How do you know a character is referencing something like that, and how do you begin to research these references? So, um, in 
specifically Romance of the Three Kingdoms, that's just something I knew at the back of my head because I read the original book, um, and it's a Chinese media, not a Japanese media, but it has a lot of influence on um, basically Japanese uh, linguistics. Um, I have I have a bachelor's degree in linguistics, so this is something that I do. <laughs> oh, yeah, um, oh, that's super cool. So, um, but as to how you research it, a lot of this would be um, that you would find on Japanese web, actually. Um, so you would have to have knowledge of Japanese and navigate um, all the various blogs and sites and uh, other things. Yeah. So, so you just have to kind of be immersed in that yeah, culture? There, I'm, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's been a few references that I've missed. I know for sure, um, episode 14, the very last thing Kaizo calls himself is like super devil robot or whatever. That reference flew completely over my head, but one of um, my mutuals double told me that it might have been a reference to an 80s anime called Go Shogun. And um, Go Shogun, the way it's written in Japanese, sounds exactly like what Kaizo said, maybe uh, with one character missing. Mm -hmm. And Go Shogun is a mecha anime, so it makes sense. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, there are references that definitely fly over my head. Most of these things, though, it's because I just know. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's impossible to catch every single reference. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Excited uh, to see Entomay on the show, says um, at I want that bluebird. Thank you, <laughs> Cookie Viva, for the uh, question. Uh, one question I'd like to ask, this is an interesting one. How did you get started as a fan subber? Was it through an older Yu-Gi-Oh! series or some other anime? See you on the podcast. Um, so actually, Sevens is my first foray into fan subbing. Wow, <laughs> um, my lord. I've, I've never done fan subbing before this. Sevens is, uh, I feel like if you watched my earlier episodes, 12 and 13 in particular, I made a huge post about it, but um, you could tell that I was very new to the whole thing. Um, <laughs> I've learned a lot since then. Um, the subbing program is very user-friendly, so it was easy to learn, um, so it's not like it was a huge hurdle. Uh, the most, I think the most difficult hurdle was trying to find a proofreader, obviously, I have Yona now. Um, but in the beginning, you could definitely tell I was very new, um, and, I mean, I've learned a lot now, and things have improved since then. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's, it's great, um... So, what was the inspiration to get into Sevens? Was it just that you, you were drawn to the show so much and you um, saw that there was a need for it? So, actually, I was one of the people that didn't think that they would like Sevens because of the new art style and the younger cast. Mm -hmm. I was firmly... I remember when it was announced back in December, I made a series of tweets that was like, I shouldn't judge like a show by its art style. Like, I've done that before and like I've ended up liking it, so I shouldn't do this at Sevens, but I didn't have faith in it. Mm -hmm. But I was like... I was the same way with Zeal, and I was like, I'll give it 13 episodes, and if it doesn't pull me in then, then I won't be into it. Um, and then, around episode, when episode 11 aired, um, one of my friends was like, sort of like, complaining in a general server about how long subs take, mm -hmm. and I was like, huh. So I decided, okay, I'll watch, I'll watch it. <laughs> it's episode 11, we have two episodes till 13, it's a little early, but I'll give it, I'll give it, um, some time. And 13, because uh, in Zeal, that was when Kaito appeared. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. yeah. So um, big, that, that was when things point. picked up. So I was yeah. like, okay, 13. Um, but I decided to watch it, and I was like, you know, I'm kind of enjoying myself. The first few episodes, 
I mean, the character introduction episodes are really nice. You normally don't have that for supporting characters. So it was nice to learn about the supporting characters, and then you have the monster of the week, which I kind of, like, lost over. Yeah. But then they all came back. So it was very interesting. Um, but at the end of episode 11, I was like, oh, you know, I have the power to do this. I could just pick it up. Um, so I was like, it's a good excuse for me to make sure I don't lose my Japanese, because at that point, um, you know, I graduated and like there was no way for me to really use it to the extent that I do now right and I was like you know I'll just use this to practice my Japanese um there's a different sub team so if I get something's wrong at least the other sub team will probably get them right and then I ended up being the only person left so yeah. we're in this spot now <laughs> yeah yeah really well we are wow. lucky that you decided yeah, you kinda to kind of saved um, it for us yeah you really did I mean we were starting to worry about even the the health of this podcast yeah because subs were coming out a lot of times like Tuesday night there was one time there was one time where it came out Wednesday morning yeah and, and I and I was like you know if, if it just continues on this trend of of getting to this point which you know we weren't mad about because obviously it's people taking time out of their day to do it so if it's just the way that it is it's the way that it is but um you know at one point really i think it's fair to say that you might have even saved this entire stream so (laughs) seriously thank you i think that's 100 percent fair to say yeah now i do have a question um if and it's a huge if because i don't know if it'll ever happen if crunchyroll comes out and says we are going to do a simulcast of sevens Mm -hmm. what would your initial reaction be to that would you feel like relieved would you feel upset would you feel indifferent i mean probably a mix of everything it's like oh you know there's official subs now um so people can get access to it quicker and more consistently but at the same time i really do enjoy subbing so i would miss it but like um if crunchyroll subs come out then they come out (laughs) Okay, so and I would probably end my tenure there. Right, that's yeah. fair. I always wondered, um, you know, with fan subbers, like when an official release comes out, what the reaction is. Does, right. Is it a reaction of like, like happiness, or is it a reaction of like, oh man, that that's kind of disappointing. Right. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, I guess it would be a mixture of both because you know you've kind of made this a weekly thing. You've attached yourself to it. You've done a great job. Um, so yeah, no, I I, I get that. Um, and that is a huge if. I mean, at this point, I don't think it's going to happen anyway. But. You know, we'll see. Um, what I find really funny about it is the fact that because of her work, um, increases the odds of it happening. Without that, right? Without you picking it up, what what Western base really is there for sevens? True. No, true. like who, no one would be watching it. Yeah, true. Because what had happened, there was a little bit of a a vacuum between someone who was subbing it pretty pretty consistently on like Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and you picking it up. Episodes 10 and 11, what was happening um, was someone was translating it from, I think, the Indonesian translation yes. to oh, English. Yeah. And, th- and th- at that point, there was a lot of kind of inconsistencies. Yeah, um, I recently rewatched the series with a friend of mine. Um, they were completely new to the series, so I was like, y'all new watch to it with Yu-Gi-Oh you. New to Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, wow, like, okay. Yeah. Um, Do they like it? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> they want to really keep know. watching it, oh, so I'm going to assume they like it. It's a good it. sign. Um, but, like, the first five episodes where you had the direct translation from Japanese mm-hmm. um, was really great, but then from 6 to 11 was when things started getting lost in translation, mm-hmm. which I don't think is a fault of that fan supper. They had to go from Indonesian to English. Hard. There's always yeah. things that will be lost in the second translation. Of it's not their fault. Um, so... Um, uh, when I go over it in the Blu-ray releases, there will probably be a lot of changes. Sure. Um, 
most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's cool. Um, she, is she commented here, my favorite thing, and I pointed it out when that episode aired, um, where it says, says Seven Road, Seven's Road is very attractive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I remember you screenshotted that and sent that to me, and you were like, what the hell is this? You know, I was like, I, you, you were concerned, was this real? Like, <laughs> I was like, I think that's not what he said. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's right, that was... It's like Roa, um, you're right. We have, we have a couple more for you, and then we'll yeah. we'll do some donations. Um, Lone Tab asks, "What is your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh series, and why?" Oh, I mean, I say Arc Five, but I do have to stipulate that the ending did suck, and I do think that the ending sucked for it. Um, however, I really do like Yuya as a character. He's what carried Arc Five for me, so that's why I named myself Entame. Oh, um, Entertainment from Entertainment, Entertainment. Dueling. <laughs> And to me, um, I wouldn't know that. I wouldn't know that. <laughs> I've heard the phrase like menacingly, <laughs> like that you were happy he didn't know that. Um, you know, I yeah, arc five, um, yeah, arc five is arc five, and I think that arc five um, was very important to a lot of people, mm -hmm. um, and it, I know it helped. I, I can think of a few people off the top of my head that it, Yuya's personality helped a lot of people, um, just being a kind-hearted entertainment duelist. He was an yeah, inspiring he was character. Very relatable too because well, yeah. you know, he wasn't a traditionally like very masculine I'm going to win everything character. No. Um because he had multiple instances where he cries on screen. I yeah, love which that. yeah, and I was like I really love this character. I really like how emotionally vulnerable he is. Um and I like that he has like fears and like dreams and wishes mm. that he shows. And not it's humanizing. Better. Yeah, it's humanizing. Well, for for fans like you that love Arc Five and put it at the top of your list, and and for fans that love Arc Five but can't even stomach it because <laughs> that's the other extreme because yeah. of the way it ended. Every single one of those fans deserves an Arc Five re, where they just kind of redo the last twenty thirty episodes. Oh my goodness! I remember when I was watching it. Again, I got so frustrated towards the last 20 to 30 episodes because yeah. I was like, oh, these characters would never do things like this. Yeah. This is going so off the rails. I don't know what's happening. Um, and I mean, I still love Arc 5 despite the ending. Yeah, it's, fa it's fair. That's <laughs> fair. And, um, you know, during those last 20, Yuya Yuri was great. Oh, yeah. One of my favorite duels. Um, Kensho Ono. I mean, he voiced both of them. He, he voiced both of them. That duel. Crazy. Um, but yeah, you know, so Arc Five's your favorite. Um, now, the question is similar, uh, and maybe you actually already answered it. Um, Elena asks, "Who is your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh character, and why? Is it Yuya?" Yeah, it's most definitely Yuya. I do, like I said, I do like that he's um, very humanized. He's not just a protagonist character. Um, the fact that he cries on screen is a pretty big thing. Yeah. Um, like not just from like losing friends or whatever, or like people dying. Though he's crying because he's depressed and frustrated. Um, not because he's just lost someone. So I feel like he's just very relatable, and I do really like him. Did you... Uh, how, what are your thoughts on Yuma? Oh, I do love Yuma. Um, oh my goodness. Zeal was sort of a blur for me. I was invo heavily involved in the community back during Zeal, um, but it was such a long time ago. Um, but I do love Zeal. Um, I think Zeal is number three on my list. Number two is GX. <laughs> right, so so you got Arc Five GX Zeal. Yeah. Finish the rankings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. <laughs> okay. Well, you're um, your top three. Right. So obviously five, no sevens, no sevens. Yeah, no sevens just yet. I don't want to put sevens on this. Yeah, map. yeah. Um, Arc Five GX Zeal. I would probably rank. Uh, Reigns I split 
because I heavily enjoyed the last season, but I didn't so much enjoy the second season. <laughs> so, like, Rain Seasons 1 and 3, I would rank on the same level as 5Ds, and then Rain Season 2, I would rank, like, below everything. Okay. And then DMs in between. Okay, so that's fair. That's an interesting board. Um, I, I, our boards, our rankings are very different. But that's okay. And yeah. you know what? Th that is proof right there. Even if you disagree with someone... Just be nice. Just be nice. It's not hard, guys. Um, but yeah, and then the last comment is not a, uh, not really a question. Uh, it's from Lulu at uh, Milky Way Bay. Not a question, but please tell Aura thank you so much for her help subbing, especially getting her subs out so quickly. I remember back in the Zale days, we had to wait almost oh. two weeks for subs to come out. Yeah, I remember those too. So her efforts to work overtime to get them out means a lot. Thank you, Lulu. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Zale fandom was... Um, towards the end was a very huge mess. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, the uh, the fan subs wouldn't come out until two weeks after an episode aired, um, and two weeks is fast. <laughs> Sometimes they wouldn't be up for like three weeks to a month. Oh I, I, episode? I mean, you so roll your eyes. Episode. This was the reality. No, I'm more because just... because in Arc Five, DMC took over, and what DMC right. would do is he would quickly script the episode, mm -hmm. and then people would just put his script to the episode. Yeah, because he would do the translation. Arc Five had several several different fan subbers. I think the beginning was uh, was it DMC? Manka? Wasn't or, Manka subs one of them? Or yeah, um, the middle was Rusuban which is a different group. They mm -hmm. did all their translations in-house, and then we finally had to revert back to DMC when Musaban dropped it. Mm -hmm. um, so that was ARC-5. But we had a better subbing experience with ARC-5, I think because everyone was pretty scarred from Zeal. Um, I remember um, everyone would watch the Zeal episode live, and, you know, a Raw would come out and people would watch that, but there would be no subs for weeks and weeks and weeks. Jesus. And, like, like while that's that. happening, you have to watch more episodes. Yeah. Without the subs, imagine that. Yeah, like, people that's... in the fandom would translate like a specific scene, but not the whole episode, like important <laughs> scenes. Right. Yeah. But that would that would be it. It was it was yes. ugly. Yeah. And like, but that's where we. If it was not for you, that's where we could have been headed with sevens. And we've been doing a podcast like. But that, we couldn't. We, we wouldn't be able to. Happened. I probably would have dropped. It. Yeah, we couldn't. We couldn't do it. And so, like, that's why we are so thankful for you and your team. And like with. Vrains, we got spoiled, right? We got the simulcast. Yeah, it was great. We got spoiled. Mm -hmm. And um, with Arc 5, it was... Happen? I don't know. I really don't know why I that think happened. Konami made a deal with Crunchyroll, um, because I know for a fact that Crunchyroll did not translate or sub Reigns in-house. It was from Konami's cross-media uh, team. In New York. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. yeah. Yeah. So that I was not... That was not Crunchyroll's doing. I, I don't know from her, but I know for a fact that that is true, what, what Enzyme just said. Um, yeah. That it was subbed by the team in New York City. Um, I saw some people say, is this true that on Crunchyroll that the like last episodes of Duel Monsters are not even subbed? Is no, that... they're not finished with that yet. I think they're still going through it. Yeah. Oh, really? They're taking a while. It's all that. Everything on Crunchyroll is subbed by Konami Cross Media. Mm -hmm. um, and and uh, Zexel or Zale is not on there at all. No, nope, it's not, not present to yeah. continue to give a so, middle finger to the So I, I would basically, if I wanted to watch it, just have to go to some random site. Yeah. You'd have to go to a site that would probably give my computer a virus. <laughs> That's okay. And, um, and just don't look at the ads. Zale is very interesting because <laughs> even in Japan, it wasn't on a streaming service until about two months ago. Oh my Even Lord. in Japan. That's weird. Yeah. That makes no sense. Um, I don't want to have to... It sounds like Konami hates these properties. <laughs> well, you know, you would, you would think it. 
You would think it, but no, I mean, Zao is very popular in Japan, but yeah, so little uh, little insight there to the subbing life. Uh, it's something that I think gets way too overlooked. A lot of us just kind of consume the media, and we don't really take uh, a second to take a step back and say, wow, this is cool that it's even possible, so... Again, Entime, thank you. Um, we'll do a few more uh, donations. Of course, do we'll it. Take some more questions as well. And thank so, you to everyone who submitted questions. I appreciate it, guys. We'll pick up back on the donos with Electric Kevin, donated 10 Australian dollars. Ten, well, thank you, Kevin. And said, hopefully this female villain is an actual threat with many Ws. Remember <laughs> Hunter J from Pokemon, a.k.a. Female Blood Shepherd. She battled, won, outsmarted every character she fought. Yu-Gi-Oh! needs that, too. Yeah, I, I've heard that name. Are you a Pokemon fan? Yes. Do you m m know that character? Yes, sort of. Um, I'm not as into Pokemon as I'm into Yu-Gi-Oh, but, I mean, I know every single Pokemon. So <laughs> right, right. Um, yeah, I've heard good things about that character, that she was one of, like, the most badass Yu-Gi-Oh girls. Also, you, uh, not Pokemon, excuse me. Pokemon also has, like, Cynthia. Pokemon's got some, yes. some pretty badass girl characters. So, hopefully Asana Rokuyo can uh, break down some barriers. We'll see, Kevin. But we will know very, very shortly. And thank you for the donation, Matt. I appreciate it. Yes, thank you. Alex Vermi donated $5. Thank you, Alex. And said, so Neil joins Lightning as being a major arc antagonist who never showed up in the opening now, right? Not yet, because Neil still could show up in opening and, two. And Lightning was so many more episodes. Remember, yeah. Lightning was, yeah. So I, I'm not going to say it yet, but if that's the case, that's an alarming trend. And I'm not sure why... That's the, isn't it crazy? Is it crazy to you that lightning never showed up in the opening of Reigns? It is crazy, but I guess it's understandable because the Reigns production crew was—it was riddled with issues. Yeah, no, so, you're absolutely right. I mean, um, just... I mean, I don't think Sevens or Studio Bridge has the same issues. Um, I don't see it. No. Um, they did have to—they did have to delay the Blu-ray for this season back a month. Originally, it was going to come out about two days before Christmas. But now it's coming out in January, late January. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh oh. Um, Do you think that's a bad sign? I don't that's a think month. so. A month's not that bad. Um, Delays a delay. I don't think so. COVID. One of the oh, there is COVID. One True. of the voice actors made a tweet. Um, so in the Blu-rays, they have like live commentary from the voice actors in the very last episode. Um, it for the first Blu-ray, it was just. Uh, Luke, Roman, Gokto, and Yuka's voice actors commentating over episode 13. That's awesome. Yeah. Um, however, and they didn't manage to get Rose voice actor for some reason. However, for this Blu-ray, one of the voice actors tweeted out a photo of him with Matsuoka, who voices Nail. Mm -hmm. So they managed to get him for this Blu-ray. Um, and that was tweeted out about a week ago. So maybe it was some scheduling with Matsuoka. Um, that they had to push it back, but sure. maybe not. <laughs> I mean, maybe there is some problems that we don't know, but I wouldn't take it as a definitive sign. Are you worried about uh, Shaman King? Oh, Shaman King. Completely derailing. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. I'm, I'm also, I, I also watched and read Shaman King. Oh, no, I'm not taking a shot at Shaman King, I know, but like, obviously, if you don't know, Shaman King is coming and it's being it's done by Studio Bridge. Yes, mm -hmm. I do know that, yeah. yeah. They're redoing it. Interesting. Yeah. So does that does that make you nervous? I watched it on cartoons. Do we have, do we have a reason? Do we have a valid reason to be nervous about it? I don't think so. Okay. But the I thing like is, that. I also don't know what Studio Bridge's financial circumstances are. I have to think it's pretty good considering yeah. they got Shaman King. They're also doing True. another um, another anime that's airing this season right now. So oh, really? it, they could just they can juggle. They're doing Talentless Nana. Um, 
So they could just juggle two series with no problem. Didn't they just have a monster called Necromade Nana? Yeah, I do oh, think it is a yeah. reference. Oh, that's 100% a reference, because that monster didn't need, did not fit in Yuga's deck at all. Very that weird. That monster was way out say, of it, right? I have to say, that's um, magic. if... If they don't announce her card, then she was definitely a reference. Um, yeah. It's not the first time they've made references to other shows before, mm -hmm. um, and it probably won't be the last. But if Talentless Nana doesn't like come out as an actual card, I'm going to say for sure it was a reference. Probably something they threw in just because they could. Mm -hmm. um, if it does come out as a card, maybe I was wrong, or maybe it still is a reference and I'm just still wrong. <laughs> that monster just does not fit Yuga's no, aesthetic. It was at barely all. there, too. It was kind yeah, of weird. It was a zombie and, and, monster. And, the, and the, like, the way she was introduced when she was summoned. Like, yeah, she was just there the to get killed. Mm -hmm. She got trapped. Trap she, yeah. she baited the trap hole. That's right. <laughs> she did bait the trap. Um, but, I mean, in the context of the whole duel, it was kind of pointless. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Beat <laughs> 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 next turn out. Mr. Goha donated two Canadian dollars. Thank you, Mr. Goha. And said, the cursed episode, ha ha ha, a la Mr. Goha beat. Yeah, Mr. Goha, ha 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 ha. ha, ha. Thank you, Mr. Goha, for the time. Dylan, uh, the curly headed fuck, donated two dollars. Thank you. And said, I love you. You are my Yu Gi Oh! everything. Thank you. I, you are all you, my Yu Gi Oh! everything. So thank you, Dylan. That's adorable. <laughs> thank you, Dylan. Jack, at night 21. $25. Thank you, Jack. And said, hey guys, how's it going? Dylan, the LCS9 using Dinosaur, just won a single 74 elimination tournament used uh, Altergeist. Yeah, um, wait, wait, read that again? No. He said, Dylan, the <laughs> LCS9 using Dinosaur, just won a single 74 elimination tournament used Altergeist. So wait, did... Who won it? Use dinosaur. Or use altergeist. Used altergeist. Right, so he said use altergeist, but he also then said the LCS nine using dinosaur just won a tournament and then used altergeist. I don't know. What it, it, the, the grammar on that's a little weird. Yeah, yeah I don't know. I'm, I'm trying to. I don't know if he. Well, I know Jack. I know Jack is a big fan of the dino deck, and I know Jack is a good duelist. Right. Um, Jack, keep dueling well, my man. And um, altergeists are good. Dinos are good. Dinos are great. Seventy four people. Huh? Yeah, I mean, listen, if you have a good deck and you're, you know how to use it, then it's not, a, you know, never mind. Right. Jack, thank you so much for the donation. I don't know. Thank Jack you. came back and donated $5 and said, I got vibes of Sora versus Shun duel round one during the tournament in Arc 5 because of the back and forth trap activation. So the back and forth action was great. I wouldn't put it at that level. I would definitely not put so, it at that Sora, level. I, I do see the, the um, resemblance there, though, with the traps and the counters and the back and forth. The dueling action was phenomenal. I thought it was on a level that we might not have really seen before in Sevens, um, especially just the counters that Neil had. Um, paradigm shift, and then another paradigm shift. Rook's reaction that was hilarious. It was my reaction too when he used the same trap um, to just get rid of Yuga's hand, but I just think that the anger, hostility, and emotion in that Shun and Sora duel, very hard to replicate. I haven't seen a duel since then that has blown me away like that duel did. It's, uh, in my opinion, the best duel in the entire franchise. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's my second. For yeah, me. like yeah. just the back and forth, but also the animation, them moving around so much. Um, Shun dodging attacks with Raid Raptor yeah. while he's writing it. Um, buildings being destroyed, action cards being found. It's it's honestly very amazing, and I don't I don't think this comes close to that in my opinion. That that <laughs> duel is 
entertainment duels at its best. This is that duel is what I think of as what they could have done with action duels if they stuck with the action duels mechanic, which they unfortunately didn't really do. Mm-hmm. Um, it was amazing. I like I said, I think it's the best duel in the entire franchise. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I mean, you know, that's a very heavy thing to say, but. I did a, a top ten best duels video, and I'm pretty sure I put that at number two. Um, it was either number two or number three for me, but I, I think it's number two. Um, phenomenal duel, and the only duel that I thought came somewhat close to that in the last, you know, since that happened was maybe um, Revolver Soulburner. I mean, Revolver Soulburner. I thought oh, really, yeah. that was an amazing duel. It's a great but, duel. I, but I wouldn't. It, it uh, didn't make my top five, but it's a great. Yeah, duel. Well, I'm surprised. I know you that. still hate me for that. I don't. I, well, I don't hate you for it, but I'm just. I heavily disagree. I think it would make my top five. I think it was a very emotionally charged duel, but it didn't have the action that Shun versus Sora did. Yeah, and even <laughs> just you know that concluded characters in a great way. Shun versus Sora just opened up the plot massively in ways that some of us were not expecting. I mean, we always knew yeah. something was weird with Sora, but you didn't know it was to that extreme. So it was just... And you didn't... I mean, both characters were kind of mysterious when we were going into it. Even Shun we didn't know a lot about. So great. That was a great duel. Jack, thank you for reminding me of that duel. And thank you for the donation. I appreciate it. Oh, I do it. want to respond to a comment. Photon Neo says, another problem with Yuya is relying too much on action cards. Actually, I thought that was... Not that bad. His entire deck doesn't seem to have that many spell cards precisely because he relies on action cards, which later in the series that gets changed a lot, but... Um, well, I think, I think a I big... I think that was a good thing. I think a big um, miss for me with, with Yuya, and I think what a lot of people feel when it comes to Yuya, and when it comes to action cards, so maybe not necessarily... Yu- I, didn't, I don't think it's Yuya's fault necessarily, um, but... Every time down the stretch that he would grab an action card, always evade or always miracle. It was yeah. always one of those two cards. And that's them kind of bailing out Yuya in a lot of ways and not using action duels to their its full potential. Mm-hmm. Um, and as you said, when, down the road it happens way more. Yeah. Um, I think of that Edo duel. I mean, every card he got action, you knew it was always going to be miracle or evade. Um, and so I think that was the issue a lot of people had, including myself with the action duels and action cards. Yeah, it felt like if they committed to the action duel concept instead of just being like lukewarm sticking their toes in. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It would have been a lot better, but they didn't really commit. No, they didn't commit. There wasn't enough variety in the action cards. And action traps were a thing. Yuya Shingo very early on, yeah. there were action traps that affected him, but they that was a concept that they just did away with. Yeah. So Jalen Johnson also said, but uh, Reggie versus Yuya round two was really good too. Yeah, Reggie versus Yuya was very good. Um... Down the stretch, I like Yuya versus Yuri a little more, I think, mm. than Reiji versus Yuya round two. But Reiji versus Yuya round two was really good. Yeah. I think I do. Uh, I did like Yuri versus Yuya more, um, but I think it could have been improved on if Yuya wasn't half possessed throughout the entire thing. Yeah, I, I felt like that that just took away from the whole duel. Yeah, that's fair. That's um, fair. But I do like. Reiji versus Yuya, like the very last one, because it's yeah. so hype. Good, yeah, very hype. Good ceremonial duel, definitely. Definitely. Back to some donos? Yes. Legendary Duels is here. Oh, JC, long time. He has the record for most guest appearances on this stream. It's, it's something like at least five, right? It's got to be probably like closer to ten. Damn. I didn't realize it was that much. Yeah. He donated $5. Thank you, JC. And he said, thank you so much, Entime Subs, for your amazing work. Without you, Dylan would lose his career. You are the best <laughs> oh, true hero. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> is he wrong? Is he's he's not wrong. wrong. Well, no. He, <laughs> I 
wouldn't lose my career, but it would be much more difficult. As I said before, yes, you said that. Now we're all very thankful for Entebbe's work. Absolutely. Yes, thank thank you. you for the donation, JC. <laughs> that was funny. Lose my career. That that man six 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 donated six dollars and sixty six cents. Ah, you know what? And said, still blaming Dylan for the stream hiccups. Shame. Shame. Remember that in Monty Python? Shame. I, I do, I do. That man, uh, 666, thank you for the 666 donation. Um, I gotta be honest, I will take the blame, but I will say this bro this broke, and then this broke. It was clearly not my control. It was Streamlabs, although, yeah, the reason it's in two parts is my fault. I will say that. I can't defend that. That was my issue. So, you know what? Let, forget it. It was my fault. That man, thank you for the donation. Xlayer64 donated $5. Thank you so much, Xlayer. Just to get out of topic, what is your thoughts on your favorite NFL team for the season? It's a completely... Love that. Um, hey, we're always down to get a little out of topic. Um, obviously, he knows I'm a New York Jets fan. 0-11, headed towards 0-16. I, I'm feeling whatever. I, I've, I, and I watch every game. I hope you know that. I I'm, I'm miserably force myself to watch every game with my family on Sunday and laugh at the Jets for three hours. It's a fun bonding time. Are you okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ, you look terrifying. Did something happen? Is Barrett Letty in the chat? <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm, I'm sick of Barrett Letty <laughs> always bombing my streams. I got a picture for reference. <laughs> Is he in the shower? <laughs> That's the voice actor of Zizen, just so you know. Um... I watched the Frames English dub on Pluto. Um, yeah, Jets suck. But Pete is a Rams fan, so... I'm a Rams fan. I'm uh, very lukewarm on the team. They're very up and down. You want to hear my extensive thoughts, uh, I host a podcast on my channel, Flawless Gamers, or uh, you can see me rant on Twitter about it. Uh, but yeah, they're very... Um, they're hit and miss, and they're not going to go far. Go to Clueless Gamers. It's linked down below. Pete does a football podcast on there for more football thoughts. But Xlayer, thank you for the donation. Nick T, I know you're not a football fan. Entime, are you a football yes, fan? Nope. So, me and Pete, Jets, Rams, Jets suck, Rams are better. We're, we're okay. Oh, you're better than us. And that's, that's that. Well, that ain't saying much. Excellent. I love you, man. Have a great rest of your night. Thank you so much, dude. Thank you. 15 donated $2, and he used the link earlier. Yes, said, thank you, 15. How, how to be a guest appearance on the podcast. So, uh, just really reach out. I will say this, though. Um, we had JC two weeks ago. We're very lucky that we were able to have Entima. And we all... Did not do anything for Thanksgiving. We all socially distanced. We've nope. all been responsible with our lives. Um, I am... We are kind of shutting down the studio after tonight. Entime is going to be the last guest for a, a pretty long time. Yeah. Yeah. Until COVID is getting very bad in, in the state of New Jersey again. And just across the country. Um, but... Once COVID is not really a thing anymore, hopefully in a few months, maybe a year... Um, we will, like with Vrains, we had guests on every two, three weeks. Yeah, yeah. Um, so amazing. just reach out to me on Twitter and we can schedule something. Jump Festa is an event that I love to have as many people over as possible. Right. Did that last year for the first time. I want that to be a yearly thing with people that have been on the podcast before. Uh, we, we might be live for Jump Festa this yeah. year. It would just if we be are, us. it's just us. It's just us. It's not beyond us. So there's no, there's no big Jump Festa party or celebration. Hopefully that'll resume in 2021. But uh, yeah, reach out to me. We are not doing guests on here for a while after Entime, but um, definitely reach out maybe in the in the spring. But thank you for the donation, man. I appreciate it. Always down to have 
guests on so they can voice their opinions. Yeah, I like getting those alternate opinions. Yeah, and we meet the community, the people in the community meet people. You yeah, know, you so. put a face to the name. Yeah, nice. Always Obviously, good. travel radius is kind of like a factor. Like if you don't live. Although I mean, we've had people travel from across the country well, before. Uh, we've uh, had someone come need, from California. We've had someone come from Florida. No one has ever come from out of the country. No, no. Canada guests. But you, all those ones out of like the tri-state area are typically unique. Um, Maybe wider than Tri-State, but like California and wherever Jesse's from. Actually, he was living in Massachusetts. Yeah, no, he wasn't. Yeah, I was thinking of, um, well, you, yeah. Yeah. But yeah. That, like, his family was visiting New York. Right. We're in the Tri-State area. Yeah. If that helps. That's what Nick was trying to say. But hey, if you can figure there, out how to get There's so many Tri-State areas. We are in New Jersey. <laughs> it's not doxing us. We live in New Jersey. I, I can't believe you did this debate <laughs> on, 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 on my channel. Yeah. I just commented your entire address in the chat. By the way, Nick Toto as Nicholas Gordon came back and donated five pounds. Thank you, Nick. And said, this is a legitimate question I have. Do you still think aliens will play a role in the future? Now, if you ask that... Oh. If you asked that before that episode, I would have been like, what the hell are you talking about? But I honestly think that the way Seven sets up things, it could be a possibility those ramen aliens come back. Um, you want to take this one, Entame? Um, after the ramen episode, I still would have been like, maybe? But now that all of Nail's dialogue seems to be centered around, like, space... And physics terminology, maybe. Um, I could see them making a return. I mean, like I said, Sevens has been very consistent in their writing. Um, yeah. So, like, if this counts as foreshadowing for aliens, I would not be surprised. Well said. Nicholas, thank you for the donation. Um, what, what, the best thing that Sevens has done so far is they have set it up in a way that no matter what happens, it's believable. Those ramen aliens come back and play a decent role in the show. Oh yeah, it's it's not it's not shocking. Um, it would be pretty cool to see them back. I think it's going to happen, Nicholas. I said we have not seen the last of Sirocco. I think she will be back. I think she. Will. I don't know about her whole clan, the Moma, the Mammon galaxy. The men men. Uh, men I can't men. Pronounce it. The men men planet in the Raw Nebula. The men men great. The men men planet in the Winged Dragon of Raw Nebula. I don't. I don't think that maybe the aliens will get involved, but we will definitely see Sirocco back. That's my. Prediction. I would love to. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I would love to. See and thank you, Nick. Back. Yeah. She was cute. Honestly, I would love to see all the, the whole her whole maybe not species, but like the, the UFO, like a, a benevolent. I really, yeah. I really loved watching her and Menzaburo. I thought yeah, it was a good duel. Really, really good, yeah, really good. Surprisingly good, and I thought they, they it was, it was yeah, it was kind yeah, of they had a believable nice. moment there. It's very you know? adorable. Yeah. yeah. Electric Kevin, unless Ed's may want to say anything else there. Did you? Oh. I, I thought you, I thought you spoke there for a second. I think I lost my thought. Oh, actually. <laughs> It's really funny because with the debut of that episode and all of Soraku's cards, I think like Ramen Kid's deck is one of the most viable right now in Rush Duels. Really? Mainly so because funny. the database is so small right now for Rush Dueling, it's so hard to create a deck. Right. Um, right. I tried to create a Roa deck on um, EDO Pro and it, I mean, you had to salvage cards. <laughs> it was so hard. Um, with the introduction of Ramen Girl also playing pyrotype monsters, I think Ramen Kid's uh, Menzaburo's deck might be the most viable right now. That's just because so it has funny. so much support. Yeah, that's well said. I mean, Dragir's is the meta, right? In Rush Duels? Oh, I have not been playing. I actually, think it is. That's actually, what I no, heard. Um, 
Royal Demon's Heavy Metal is the metal. Oh, really? He's like $80 right now. Oh, my like, God. Like, for a single. Um, See, I, I had thought that... I had, I had heard a couple of months ago that Dragears was, like, the best deck in Rush Duels. But maybe that's changed. I mean, Maybe it, that's changed. Yeah. I just know for a fact that Heavy Metal is very, very expensive. He's, I think, the most OP card in Jeez. the game right now. Wow. There you go. Roe is going to run the table. Man, it really is expensive sometimes to build a deck. Oh my god, I mean, think about it. With like a Yu-Gi-Oh deck, you need 40 cards, minimum, and then you need your extra deck, that's usually 15 cards, mm. and then you need, well, if you, most people have a side deck as well. So like, I mean, it, it like a cheap budget deck, when, when someone says budget deck, it's probably like $150, $200. That's a budget deck. That ends up quick. Because there's board. certain staples that, like, every deck should have to be, like, um, you yeah. know, Ash Blossom's a big one. Evenly matched for a while was a big one. And those cards were, like, 30 apiece, and you need three copies. That right there's 100 bucks. I'm Good lord. I think I used to play competitively back when Arc 5 aired. I don't play competitively anymore. Oh, so you were, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't during know. the Pepe uh, era. <laughs> oh, um, that was tough. Like uh, I played... <laughs> no, not like the fuck. God damn it. <laughs> Um, I played Zephyrus, um, okay. which I think were really great for the Pendulum Era because you, they could let you um, special or extra deck summon any extra deck monster because you could fusion exceed and synchro all in that deck because the entire deck supported it. Um, the most expensive part of that deck wasn't even building the core because I think the core of that deck cost me maybe thirty forty dollars. Yeah. The extra deck costed me like twice that. Yeah. <laughs> um, twice, probably even triple that. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. And, and, you know, 40 cards, yeah, sure, 30 of them might be a buck. That adds up, it's $30. But then the other 10 might be $5 each, and now that's another 50. And then there might be a card you need in the extra deck, or you need in your main deck. You might need three copies of it, and each copy is like $15, $20. Right. So that adds, adds up, up so very fast. quickly. Yeah. We'll go on, Pete. Thank you. Yeah, I was just interested to know. Uh, Electric Kevin donated another five Australian dollars. Thank you, Kevin. And said that Zexal Anime in its core four is my current fave, but Sevens will be the new best Yu-Gi-Oh! animated series and the new best core four. Also, which core four are your faves? Yeah, Kevin's definitely um, been on that train for a while mm -hmm. about Sevens. Um, yeah, we'll see. Um, core four. I feel like I don't have enough to... To judge that, so I won't say. And Kevin, thank you for the donation. Can you reread that? What is he? I'm, I'm saying like, what's your best core four? I guess of like four protagonists oh. being together because oh. we have Roman and Gakuto and Rook and. Oh and yeah, I, I say like that. I, get that. I was thinking in a show. Yeah, okay. Um, good question. Um, best core four. Um, okay, I guess for me, my favorite's five D's. I, Five Ds is pretty good. You I say would Jack say Zeal. Zeal's pretty good. Uh, and by core four, probably Zeal would be like Yuma, Shark, Kaito. The first yeah, see, when I, when I think, when I think, well, then, like, maybe Kotori. Maybe, but but she duels once yeah, in the entire series. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know, Zale is great with those three, but then the fourth one that you're going to add in is probably going to bring it down for me a little bit. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm trying to think about, like, Arc 5, maybe Yuya. I mean, I guess if you count, like, all the Yus in Arc 5. Yeah, I guess you could do Yuya, that. Yuya, Yuto, Yuri, and Yugo. Yeah, I mean, for me, I would do 5 Ds. I just thought they had the best bonds, best show, best friendship. Yeah. 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 That's me, Kevin. Great question, dude. Thank you for the donation. So does nobody. Sam's here. Donated to our show. Thank you, Sam. Thank you so and much. Then, man. I believe was Zephra. Zephra. Yes. Is I said 
is I assume he means he said pen, so pendulum best deck. He loves, yeah. so, so Sardis Nobody is a monstrous pendulum fan. You're not going to meet bigger pendulum fans than Sam. Hey, I, I, I also love pendulum. I'm so sad that they got relegated to the Spelly Trap zone. <laughs> <laughs> Remember back when they had their own zones? Yeah, um, back in the good so old days. I, I miss pendulums. I miss that era of meta. I think it was very fun. Um, I I think I dropped out of the meadow when Zodiacs came in. <laughs> I was oh, like, God. I can't do this anymore. That's when I started anymore. getting into it a little bit, when uh, Zodiacs I, were at the top. When Zodiacs came in, I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, yeah. I know, it, it must really be tough to be, like, a huge Pendulum fan and a player. I mean, and they're still playable, I'm sure, but, like, yeah. obviously, this... they're not as lethal as they were back yeah. when R5 was airing, so that's got to be annoying. And, like, in, in, in Vrains, they were, they were the only method not shown at all. Yeah, but I could understand, because Vrains was, like, what, three spells, three tr uh, monsters, monster zones. A lot so of the speed having, rules, yeah. having pendulums take up two of your three spell trap zones... It just didn't make sense. It, it, it wouldn't have worked. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I completely agree. Um, it wouldn't have worked in that show, but yeah, still got, just annoying. They got nerfed sure. really hard. They yeah. got nerfed super hard. Yeah. Um, but Sam, thank you for the donation. Pen best deck. Let's go. You have uh, two donations over there. Thank you for using the link, guys. I appreciate it. And while you do that, I will uh, go back to Xlayer64, donated $5, and said, right now, which deck do you like in the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime overall? Mm. So that's got to be in, in Like, overall for all the series? Or just, just said the Yu-Gi-Oh! anime overall. We I could think limit overall it. is so hard. We could limit it to sevens if you want to do that. Make it easier. I mean, if it's sevens, I definitely enjoy Roa's deck. Yeah, I love Roa's deck. Um, oh, yeah, I would say that. It's an obvious picture. <laughs> Just aesthetic-wise, um, I spent a little too much money trying to get Royal Demon's Invasion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not mention the total there, but um, I think Roa's deck is my favorite in sevens. Yeah, and I'm very excited whenever he duels. Um, I, I love Mimi's deck. Because of all the old references to the cards, um, I also, and it's so yeah, it's so generic. I love Otis's deck as well. Oh no, I mean I don't blame you. Otis's for that. deck is so cool because it's got red eyes, it's got blue eyes. I think it probably has Dark Magician in there. Yeah, it's got. Um, but do we know enough about Otis's deck to? You know, that's just me being kind of like... I feel like he switches deck every time he duels. He might. He yeah. might. I mean, we only see, like, four different cards, but you're right. Um, so Otis, I feel like, is a bit of a cop-out. Um, of the main core, I, I I probably like... Roman's deck the most, I think. Yeah, I like Roman's deck a lot. I like her aces. I like got a few different aces, aces yeah. yeah. What about you, Till? I'm a robo guy, though. Yeah, yeah probably I mean, come on, I can't, like, being a metal Yeah, no, no, yeah. No. <laughs> Roa Ro would probably be, like, second or third for me, yeah. No, Roa's deck is great. And X-Slayer, thank you for the donation. I appreciate it, man. I think X-Slayer did say you can talk about the whole series as well. Oh, um, <laughs> well, the whole series, then I gotta do Joey Wheeler. A Brown Eyes Black Dragon. Of course. Yeah. Joey Wheeler. Yeah, I'd be... <laughs> Shun's Raid Raptors were cool. Yeah, so far I like what Jack does in 5Ds. So. Red Demon's Dragon, yep. Red Demons. Uh, you know, actually, I like. I really like Judai's deck. Honestly, I really oh, like yeah. the hero, the, like all you the, the heroes. heroes. Yeah. Like I remember, like when I was watching that show, the dub, like live as it was happening, I was like, "That is so sick," and it kind of plays to the point where uh, I probably mentioned like a couple streams ago, like visual representations of those monsters combined when they fuse. 
And, like, Judai's deck is the absolute embodiment of that, the way the heroes mm. fuse together. Mm -hmm. So yeah, He's got a cool deck. Spinning off of that, I love evil heroes. Evil heroes are one of my favorite deck archetypes. I wish they got more support and are actually playable nowadays, but... Um, evil heroes are cool. I think... Oh, goodness, what other deck do I like from the series? I think... Um, Sora's deck from Arc 5. Oh, Fluffles? Fluffles. Um, yes. Love Fluffles. <laughs> yeah, that's a good pick. Uh, Pete, okay, yeah. Did Thanks. you want to do the two over there? Yes. Um, Church of Flapple. Thank you for the... Oh, no, you're fine. Thank you for the $1 donation. Thought it was a dead channel until I realized you did the impossible and revived the super deep prot YouTube channel, so clearly the dead channel meme was a strategic move. Um, well, listen, I most of my channels, realistically speaking, are pretty dead. They're dead. Um, thank you. But... Um, <laughs> Hey, I enjoy you guys all being here. I enjoy you supporting me. Still, uh, you're supporting the channel, so I appreciate it. Thank you, Church. And then D-Momo with a $10 donation. That is oh. a very generous donation. Thank you so much, D-Momo. I really appreciate it. We know how Yu-Gi-Oh! likes to match the number of characters to its theme. So, theory, the Sevens crew will eventually grow to a seven-member team, including Yuga, Rook, Roman, Gakuto, Roa, Neil, and the new female villain, maybe, wow. to eventually take on Goha. That's so interesting, D-Momo. Um, right, five Ds, five dragons. Um, although yeah. it was six, but whatever. Um, but I'm trying to think of the other ones. It's um, like arc five, but what is five arc five? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> it was um, all four. Well, I guess like the fifth original dimension. Yeah, yeah, and then, you know, the four boys in Zark, I guess, would be the five. Mm -hmm. um, but remember that we're also missing a very big plot point here that D-Momo might be speaking to a little bit. Remember when they saw the seven ruins in Otis's chamber, and yeah. one of them looked like Dragir's? Right. What we'll happened to that? To that that yeah, is going to have relevance. That, uh, yeah, you did. And that is definitely going to have relevance, and maybe the seven characters that are going to be relevant there to gather and, and collect. I don't know what it means. Oh, I haven't looked back at that episode, but now I want to. You I have know to, yeah. One of them is Dragir's. One of them is a is a plant motif. I remember like taking note of that because I was like, there has to be a user with the plant deck. It was Nail. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's um, right. So it could be. Um, that is. A... I don't. I don't remember any of the other sigils besides the plant one and the Dragiers one. But that is definitely going to have relevance <laughs> to the story. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I've I completely forgot about it until D Momo said it, and that's, you know, you you get these seven characters together that represent the seven stones. Then then what happens? You know. That's when the aliens come back. That's when the aliens come yeah. back. Well, speaking of wild or theories... Or something happens. Um, Brain's world. Oh, there, <laughs> was, <laughs> there was a tweet um, in the Japanese fandom that made some rounds um, about how they think that um, because Nail is so heavily... Uh, has a theme of uh, religious significance, mm -hmm. so like his whole shrine... Um, providence, divine providence, and like the universe and all that other stuff. Um, that he, him and the appearance of the other three might make up. And again, this is pure speculation. Um, please do not take this as actually. Isn't there? I don't think there's even um, much to go on from the show. This is just pure speculation. Um, that him and the other three are the. Is it? The four heavenly emperors um, in in Japanese, they're the uh, the gods of north, south, east, west. 
Um, Sick. And so, I mean, it would make sense because there's four of them, so, um, and Nail would probably be, I want to say, of the North, mainly because of his Norse deck. Um, right. So, I mean, maybe. I love that theory. So that theory that. implies that there's like three other people like well, Neil. Yeah, which would be the three that we saw at the end of the Oh, oh, wow. Yeah, that, that, that's the theory that made its round around uh, Japanese Twitter. Um, huh. It has little to no basis, so again, speculation. Yeah, yeah, Big, huge theory there. That mm -hmm. all four we love, uh, we live by theories. This channel's only as big as it is because of crazy theories. It's true. So, listen, I love that. That's cool. And I love how you, you're bringing in, like, theories on the Japanese fandom side, because those are theories <laughs> no that I would never be able to hear about. So, yeah, thank you for that. It's cool to know what that fandom... That's a huge fandom. It's cool to know what they're thinking, mm -hmm. um, theory-wise. Um, Strove Reigns also, six show, six Ignis. Yeah, that's right. That no, it, it makes sense. And seven, there's clearly a big number when it comes to seven, symbolically, so definitely. Do we have any more, Pete? We do. Okay, how many more? Uh, we got one, two, three, four. There's one on the link in those four. Wow, well, thank you guys so much. Wow. Um, I have to very badly use the restroom, <laughs> so I am uh, going to be back. Do you want me to just wait? Read one off. If, right. Read one that everyone can contribute to, to a degree, and then I'll give my answer, and then we'll go from there. There really isn't anyone from there. They're very short comments, but I guess I'll go to Xlayer64, donate another $2 sip. What type of deck would you want to be based around? So I guess you yourself. Yeah, thank you, Xlayer. I would want it to be based around, um, like, animals, wolves, penguins, um, you know, zebras, lions. I, I would just like an animal deck. Yeah, I think it would be cool. I really loved uh, Ghost Tricks. Um, oh, that's a uh, good one. I, I, like I would one. love a deck based on Ghost Tricks, or... The mechanics that they used, like flipping up and down, was so fun. I used to play Go Tricks. Subterrors, right? Also did that, the yeah. flip effects. Mm -hmm. And it was very fun. I think Go Tricks. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't know. What would you want a deck based off of? <laughs> probably something like. Well, and they, I know they already did like tarot cards and the occult, but I probably would want more of that. The occult? Yeah. I think that would be cool. I think doing anything. Anything hero like would be pretty That'd be cool. And I know like so, Jedi has a deck, mm -hmm. but I mean like I'm mean, like I'm straight up going. I'm steering into like these are actual versions of heroes I could get of like a like Marvel an homage, or DC. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think that would be really I cool. I would like that a lot. I mean a solid deck. I don't know, what else could you do? Well, um, it's Mark Five, but Predator Plants, Predator Plants, I thought was an extremely genius idea. Um it was like being was like, uh, like yeah. Dury had something like that. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um Raphaelesia's New Venus flytraps, other um, pitcher plants, stuff like that. That is um, awesome. I actually want a pitcher plant in real life. They're hard to find. Um, oh, yeah. Well, no, they're not hard to find. They're hard to take care of, um, especially in colder climates. Right. So, it's, it's like a trop, not tropical. It's what, what biome is that? Um, like, is it like rainforest? What predator plants? Yes. No. Uh, uh, pitcher no, plants. Pitcher plants. Pitcher plants. I, I actually wa I was. I, I threw on. I was on watching TV and I threw on. Uh, that happened to be. Um, Planet Earth, and they were talking about like some uh, frog that lives in pitcher plants. Uh -huh. It was crazy. Yeah, there's a lot of different ones, so it could be both rainforest and tropical biomes, mm. um, but they're very hard to take care of in the area that we live in. Oh, of course. So, um, I... It would be very nice if I could get one, but... <laughs> Do they require like tons of sunlight, or like what? What's the reason that it'll be hard? It's just we don't have the certain it's climate, like humidity-wise. Plants are just very, very picky as to where they will and won't grow. Mm -hmm. um, 
if I guess like the pH of your soil is off by like yeah, point, point like zero one, it could just die. Oh jeez. Yeah, it, they're very 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 picky about um, what soil they're in, what conditions they're yeah. in, and what they eat. Um, yeah, specifically but... for pitcher plants, what they eat because yeah. This is yeah, crazy. Yeah, yeah. they are so cool to look at them. I know yeah. it really is a sick looking thing. Yeah. But hey, it's I didn't realize I, that they were carnivorous. That makes sense, though. Yeah. I only knew them in the context of that. Uh, I like that planet Earth. That carnivorous like that. Yeah, right. It's just awesome to know about like the evolution of like how did they get here? How did that exist? You want to go back? Thanks, Dono. Sam started donating donating another five Australian dollars. Thank you so much, Sam. Thank you. And dude. said, I'd argue. That link error was Pendulum's best time. So oh, wow. this is what Electrochromite. Am I pronouncing that right? Electrochromite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Astrograph and all the other stuff was just insane. It made up all uh, for the restrictions. Oh, I mean, maybe I would. I didn't. Know. I didn't play Meta during yeah. Link, so I wouldn't know. Um. Yeah. That's cool. But you know what? Sam's always repping Pendulums, even when times got tough. Yeah. I respect him. And I, I always like seeing, uh, you know, Pendulum Magicians topping for him. Hey, keep up the good fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, man. Dylan, the curly-headed fuck, donated two dollars and said, "As bad as Arc Five anime ended, the manga ended worse." Oh uh, yeah, I, you know yeah. that's a debate that I guess we could we could have. Um, Depends. Dylan, thank you for the donation. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people were very disturbed by how it ended. I mean. You know, we've seen tropes like that in movies like Back to the Future. And people, it's funny how it works. But he ended up not in Back to the Future. Still got weird. And there's also that college humor skit yeah. where like, yeah, I was going. Yeah, I guess that's the difference. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, what did, you, what did you think of the ending of that? Oh my goodness, I have... <laughs> You I, I've, I have so many words about the ending. <laughs> I won't say all of them, but I, I, I hated the ending. Okay. Um, I loved the manga up until that point. Yeah. Like, that just completely ruined it for me, and it's like, oh, you could just pretend the ending doesn't exist. And I do do that. I do pretend the ending doesn't exist. Yeah. But it was just, oh, I didn't like that. It, was just, <laughs> it just seemed very unnecessary. Like, I, I would have rather just, you just remove the last three pages. You don't need <laughs> yeah. to do that trope. That trope was very unneeded. Yeah, just remove the last three it's pages. Unneeded. And she, it's unneeded. She's it's her a, mom, bro. It's a great manga. She, she's his mom. She's his mom. Bro. No, don't <laughs> smile. <laughs> um, thank you for the donation, Dylan. I appreciate it. And you have one more currently on the link. Okay. It's anonymous, so I don't know if you're going to be able to see I it hope again I get it. or what. Um, but it was for $2. Let me see. No, anonymous ones I just do not get. But you got. Uh, hopefully, you got it anyway, and thank you for donating. Yeah. Well, thank you. Um, uh, I appreciate it. Xlayer sixty four came in and just donated five dollars, and said, "Question for Intime: What monster would you want to be printed as a legend card?" Oh, as a legend card. There's not a lot of monsters, um, or cards from the original that I have a specific attachment to. Well, I guess actually, this probably wouldn't happen, but it would be very cool if the seal of Orichalcos got printed <laughs> as a legend card. Oh god, that's not, that's not great. Well, actually, and I, we should say that you are a massive fan of season four. Yes, massive I love Doma, Doma arc. arc. Um, I think it's number one for me, and Dino number two would be Millennium World. <laughs> yeah, so you, yeah, that's, that's oh, respectable. Dark Magician Girl. 
There's that. I literally, I'm not even kidding. What did I write down right there? Dark Magician Girl. Because that's exactly who I was going to say. That is an obvious one that people forget about. Dark Magician Girl, I mean, I would say had just as much relevance to the overall story, if not more, than Dark Magician himself did. Yeah. Especially in what happened in with Millennium her in Doma. World? Yeah. At Millennium World. Mm -hmm. So, Dark Magician Girl is an iconic character. She is going to have a Rush Duel Legend card. Oh, She's she probably going to appear in the show. She I'd be, better. I would be stunned if Dark Magician Girl is not a Legend card at some point. Stunned. Do you think any of the Egyptian gods may make an appearance? No, I don't. I don't think Exodia. I know people are flirting with the idea of Rush Duel Exodia. I don't think it's happening. I'm sorry, guys. I just don't. I think Exodia would be definitely broken. <laughs> you're drawing five cards every single well, up to five yeah, cards every single turn. You can't do it's... rush duel. Do you think Egyptian gods are possible? Maybe they're avatars. I can see their avatars. Yeah, yeah. I'm not a god. I'm just a ghost. <laughs> or um, the oh, what were they called? The phantom? The phantom god from DS? Oh, um, yeah, like Raphael. Yeah, I could see those. Yeah, asms. Yeah, ravioli. Ravioli? <laughs> Something like that. The the phantasm. You're getting me hungry. <laughs> the Nordic yeah, gods. Yeah, actually, someone uh, made a good. Uh, Point. Dark Magician Girl's effect would be useless if it was a legend card because it relies on Dark Magician and you can only have one legend card per deck. So You're right. If they're both legend cards, you wouldn't be able to use Dark Magician Girl. They would so probably maybe, have to rewrite her. They probably would, or maybe she's just not a legend card. Yeah. That would suck. <laughs> yeah, it would. Yeah, you, I mean, she wouldn't be good in Rush Duels. Mm -hmm. Dark, I, Dark Magician's not good in Rush Duels. I mean, Dark Magician's he, not good in the regular game. Well, actually, yeah. I shouldn't say that. I mean, there's other cards that make him good on he his own. He has a lot of support in Rush Duels. Yeah. Um, and with Yuga's spellcaster-heavy deck, he fits very well in Right, that. right, right. Yeah. I shouldn't speak on Rush Duel, OCG, TCG, because yeah, obviously... Yeah, it's, it's not your realm. No, <laughs> it's not my province. <laughs> nice. All right. got to take a road out of that province. That's right. That's pretty good. Now, you know, I'm, I'm happy I, I thought of that. Um... That sums it up for donations. Uh, you just got one more from someone named Kate Barney, and she donated two dollars, <laughs> and she said, "Justice for Kate." Justice for Kate. Kate, I think I speak for all of us when I say we miss you. Um, I'm yes. sure Antime would have loved if you were here. I know you would. You know, I, I know you really liked. Uh, would have liked to meet Antime. She's a very awesome person. And uh, yeah, next time definitely. Yeah, hopefully there'll be other opportunities. Hopefully there will be. Yeah. After yeah. the pandemic, or something. yeah. After the awesome. pandemic, one hundred percent. And Kate, we definitely miss you. Uh, and hopefully yes. you will be back next week, and we can all see you and hang out with you. And thank you for the very unnecessary donation, which I'm sure will just go back to you. So I, I, I appreciate it. Um, but yeah, thank you guys all so much for um, being here with us. This was a great season finale stream. Uh, it was a, loaded. It was very loaded, yeah. and I knew it would be because when we have a celebrity like you on, uh, <laughs> as well as the arc ending, uh, it's always going to be loaded. And you guys make talking Yu-Gi-Oh! possible. Um, this is one of my favorite... This is my favorite stream to do. Um, I know I have a lot of fun streaming in general. This is by far by the stream I look forward to every single week because I get to spend it with good friends, spend it with great people in the community, um, here and in person and on the chat. And I'm just so thankful for that, that you guys give me the opportunity to do that on a week-in and week-out basis. Um, there is a lot going on in their lives as well as mine. Um, I will start by saying that uh, a little bit of news on my end. Um, the Friday streams, the Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's watch-alongs, uh, unfortunately are going to be put on hiatus. 
Uh, I know a lot of people loved those pre-shows, they loved the watch-alongs, um, but those streams, due to actually a copyright issue that I've been dealing with on those streams, I need to put those on hiatus for a little bit uh, until I figure out kind of what's going on. So those streams are over indefinitely. Uh, also, for my own health, I am cutting back on streaming a little bit. Um, the streams that I do on Mondays are no longer going to be a thing. Um, I decided that on my own. I had just been kind of getting burnt out, run down, not really focusing on the correct things in, in life. Um, and as much as I do love streaming, I need to take a break for my own health. I've kind of reached that point. So I do apologize for the inconvenience there. The Wednesday night streams, which are these, not going anywhere. Yep. And Thursday nights I will still be live on YouTube and Twitch as well. Um, and maybe some pop-up streams here and there, but for a while it, it's just going to be Wednesdays and Thursdays. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, that's just a little bit of news on my end. The videos will continue to come out. Talking Yu-Gi-Oh! will continue to be a thing. I love you guys, and thank you so much for the endless and timeless support. Yes. You get another donation okay. Mr. Goha. Donated two Canadian dollars. Thank you, Mr. Say, Goha. You're not going nowhere. Thanks, <laughs> anime, for your job. Thank you. That is, it, yes, yes. Sorry, I just talked all over oh, you there. No, it's fine. <laughs> um, yeah, thank you for all the work you do. Um, that that used to be a real thing on these talking Yu-Gi-Oh. Mainly on during the Into the Brains ones, oh where people god, would just like, you're not going to bed. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. It's it got, still, it got, still a real. Thing. It got dangerous. Bro. It got dangerous. Um, uh, that's basically all the news for me. Everything going on in my life. I'm blessed. I feel blessed. You guys make me feel that way. Thank you. Um, please follow the team and Entime down below. Um, you know, she's on Twitter. She's on Twitch. VTuber. Amazing VTuber. <laughs> One of the most awesome models I've ever seen. Um, so I'll let her kind of promote her stuff. But everything they're going to talk about is linked down below. Follow them. Love you guys. Um, yeah, hi, I'm Intime. Um, my Twitter is linked down below. I do have to warn that um, my Twitter is a kind of like a personal Twitter. I do tweet a lot about sevens on it, um, but I wouldn't expect like uh, heavy, um, I guess like related content. I do tweet about like my personal life, um, stuff that goes on. Um, Sometimes, uh, actually most of the time, I do live tweet me actually subbing the episode. Oh. So if you follow me, you might see screenshots of stuff that goes on before it makes it to the, um, before it becomes public, basically. That's awesome. Um, I think, like, the biggest, uh, advertisement I can give to my Twitter is one, please know it is a personal Twitter, and two, you might see some live tweeting of my sub process. Um, as for my Twitch, uh, it is my VTuber Twitch. Um, I am a VTuber, and I just hit affiliate yesterday. Um, Congrats. Yeah. Thank you. It's awesome news. Awesome news. Um, so I'm very excited to stream more. Um, and uh, she also, the VTuber, has a YouTube channel under basically the same name. It's called Shiose Channel. I upload Yu-Gi-Oh! 7's reviews to that channel. So, um, and I do them pretty much the day after subs come out. So... You guys can, I mean, hear my thought process. Um, I am playing a character, but it is my thought process. <laughs> yeah, and, and you, yeah, you talk in the third person with yes. that character, which is extremely impressive. <laughs> there is no way that I would be able to do that. Yeah, keeping that straight. There's I no way. Keep it so focused. very impressive. And yeah, I, I think I'm it helps. By. I think it helps because I don't speak in my normal voice either. Um, right. so it kind of removes you from. It the, kind of yeah, you're playing me a character. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't speak really in cool. my normal voice. This is this is my normal voice. But if I were to speak as my VTuber, as she'll say, it'd probably be. Um, hello everyone!
it's Shilse here. Thank you for coming to my stream. So it's like, it's a lot you higher. Put on that yeah. Yeah. I love it. I love it. And again, link down below. Um, and to May, thank you very much. Mm -hmm. Nick T, a lot going on in your life. Right, always. Uh, I'm <laughs> I've got this like down to a T now. <laughs> 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 Um, I guess for starters, because I'll, I'll get to the, the back end there, but for starters, um, you can follow me on my, all my personal, you know, Twitter, Instagram, and whatnot. Just, it's my name, uh, at Nick Timoneri. Um I play in a band, a hardcore heavy metal band called uh, Mom Fight. We're, um, Mom Fight on Jay on, like, all platforms other than Bandcamp, or just momfight.bandcamp.com. You can find all our music there, or anywhere else you can stream music. Um, I stream on Twitch, Sunday and Monday nights, at Nick Fights Moms. Um, right now I'm playing Fire Emblem 7, or the, just Fire Emblem, you know, Blazing Blade, whatever you want to call it, the first Fire Emblem for the Game Boy Advance in the United States, um, and it's been a ton of fun, so that's been really cool, um, Sunday, Monday nights. Um, and then lastly, the, kind of the most important and biggest thing going on in my life right now, um, I am a solo musician as well, I go by the name Nameling, um, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, um, I have to re remake my Facebook, but it's Nameling NJ. N-A-M-E-L-I-N-G-N-J um, And I, my first single as this artist is coming out in two days. On Friday, it'll be for stream everywhere. So Magic 8-Ball, um, many of you have heard it um, on my last stream, Who you know, whoever was present, but um, I did do a little premiere um, this, this Friday, though. And it's, it's going to be huge for me. Um, it'll be really cool. Um, and one last thing, actually, because Sam brought it up, and Sam actually, or Stardust Nobody, really kind of followed through and sent me his address. So I figured I'd open the door to anyone who actually wants this, meme or otherwise. I think 10th also wanted to jump in on it. Um, but I recently got my photos back from my photo shoot. Sam started this. Nobody said, can you send me a, uh, an autographed picture? So I am probably going to go through the process getting, um, you know, sending a bunch of my photos to like Shutterfly or whatever, getting them pr developed and sent back, and I'll probably send out a few signed uh, pictures. If you're actually interested, DM me your address. I find it funny to send you like three or four signed photos. For the meme or how, whatever you want to do with it. It'd be amazing. fun. Amazing. So, amazing. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Follow Nick. All that stuff's down below. Congratulations on your first single, Thank man. you. I'm so excited. Yeah, two more days. Pete. Uh, before I get to me, we got two more donations. Okay, thank uh, you guys. So thank you. Goose donated five dollars. And he said you're not going anywhere. No. <laughs> thank you to all the subbers for an amazing job. Quick question: Which arc five ending, the manga or the anime? If I had to pick one, because you have to pick <laughs> the anime. I, the manga rubbed me so wrong. Uh, yeah, I. When you're on the spot, don't I know, and I I hope you don't hate me. I have I have to say manga, and that doesn't mean I liked the manga ending. But I have to, I would say manga. By a little bit. I can't comment on it, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah. Knowing yeah. But I, it, that, that's something that if, if someone wanted to debate me on, I wouldn't even debate them because I, it's just, it's so yeah. close for me. Yeah. <laughs> and Xlayer64 donated another $2. Thank that's you, man. Thank been you. killing it tonight and yeah. said your favorite XZ Synchro Infusion card. It's a lot. Um, we'll, we'll pick one of those three. Yeah, well, um, you guys can speak about it more than probably 15 oh, I have it. I have the giant. Um, for me, it's my favorite card is Red um, Red Eyes Black Flare Metal Dragon. Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah beautiful, good. beautiful Xyz monster. Um, El Shadal Construct would be my favorite fusion. Dragon Master Knight. That is a fusion. Yeah. That's mine. Yeah, my, that's my favorite fusion card is Dragon Master Knight. It's funny because in a way it incorporates elements of fusion and ritual because, um, what's his name? I know, for a second I thought that might have been a ritual, but now yeah, it is a fusion. Yeah, because, yeah, uh, what's his name? Uh, Black Cluster Soldier. Soldier is a ritual card, yeah. but 
yeah, Dragon Master Knight is a fusion, and it just not only tickles my nostalgia, but also it's just a dope ass card. Well, you remember the Twitter hashtag a few weeks ago? Make Dragon Master Knight meta again. <laughs> <laughs> and it should. That's, that's that should be a thing. Perfect. If that's yes. not, so. yeah. I don't really have a comment on that. I'm okay. Not, yeah. I don't, I don't know. So many cards so well, and that's yeah, fair. That's fair. Far, what about you, Intimate? I mean, let's go with Arc 5. Uh, okay. Star Venom, Fusion Dragon, uh, Dark Rebellion, Exceeds Dragon, Clearwing Synchro Dragon. Oh, so there you, you go. Love the, you love the U-Boy Dragon. <laughs> yeah. Tell you're an Arc 5 fan. That's, that's fair. Um, oh, X-Layer, thank you, my man. So getting to me. Yes. Uh, yeah, right now I have a YouTube channel, Clueless Gamers. Follow me, subscribe over there on that. Currently right now, um, my friend Brian and I are doing a football podcast, usually bi-weekly. We've had a long absence. We just recorded actually today the newest episode, which should be out either tomorrow or Friday or so. So you can Hell check that yes. out if you're interested. And uh, follow me on Twitter at PeteForCarrot21. Everything linked down below. These three are amazing people. Obviously, we're also short two members of the crew. Uh, Kate who was actually just in the chat not too long ago, and our friend uh, Nick Calibro, who we you know send our thoughts and prayers to. Yeah, we to. don't know what's going on these days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, I, so. we're, we're, we haven't really talked to him in a while, so we send our thoughts and prayers to him. Oh, and, uh, don't say that. <laughs> you hope that everything's okay. No, he's, he's back in uh, isolation. Yeah, he had another... more exposure to COVID again, yeah. uh, so he's basically locked in his room again. Until his he roommate's, gets... what, sister, I yeah. think, uh, so... was exposed to COVID, and now she has to test, and if she's positive after X amount of days, or negative, excuse me, yeah. Yeah. Negative after X amount of days, then he's finally clear. He was scheduled to come on tonight, yeah. right. and this happened on Monday. Yeah. So, so we'll, we don't know when we're seeing him at this point. Yeah, so we will keep you updated on that, and you know, keep him in your thoughts. Um, yeah. So thank you all for being here. Um, you guys are. Oh, um, yeah. some people have asked for a link to my YouTube channel. Yeah, you know what? Um, I'm, so, I, I'm sorry. That I, <laughs> oh no, I it's fine. Didn't even um, I did comment. In, I did. I did comment in the chat. I'll comment again. Um, comment it in the chat. What did you say, Nick? I said a glaring oversight. I I didn't realize. What? <laughs> <laughs> Can one of you approve the comment when she writes it in? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Follow it. It's in the comment. chat. The comment is right there. Um, but yeah. Um, thanks for thanks for subbing to everyone. <laughs> to everyone who already subbed. Oh, oh, beautiful. Okay. Yeah. Make sure you sub. I mean, listen. Um, Seven's content from from Shioshi and uh, from Entomate. I think if you click the icon. Um, oh, you're probably right. No. no wow. Maybe in real time, but that's okay. I'll just copy and paste. Yeah, I'll just do that. You guys are amazing, and Got you it. can follow Cal and Kate as well down below. And hopefully, we'll have a full crew, and we'll be able to guess something consistently Adorable. again very very soon. Thank you guys all so much for your amazing amazing support of me. I would not be here without you. Church of Flapples donated over there. Again. Oh, again. One last donation. While you go to read that, I do actually want to sort of double down. My whole offer for the signature is like, if you actually want it, I am serious, DM me. <laughs> like, anywhere. Twitter, Instagram, Discord. to get rid of those pics. No, I don't um, have them printed yet. I'm just saying. I Church of Flapple, thank you for the one dollar donation. For me, I like the manga way better because it, it had interactions with the U-Boys and a more antagonistic raging. Um, well, I'm sure you probably love that about them. I know you like the manga until the end. Yeah, I... Oh my goodness, the amount of interaction that they have with each other is amazing. Um, but, <laughs> unfortunately, the, the ending, ending ruined, ruined it. it. Yeah, the ending ruined That's why endings are important. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for everything. And to me, Nick T. Pete, thank you guys for coming Thanks on. Thanks for having me. Thank I you. truly appreciate it. You guys are amazing. And, uh, yeah, we will see you next time uh, right here on so Wednesday. Another donor? 
Wait, is there no. another one? No, I think, I think there's one. behind. Good, no, this is a lag. Good yeah. night, everyone. Thank you all so much for watching. Thank you for coming by, and I hope you have an amazing day. See Take care, everyone.